ladies and gentlemen, this is the 199th episode of Mars on Life. And a first, a Christmas special, something we've never done before. Uh, usually we've tried our best to either stop it around the holidays or maybe not necessarily go past Christmas due to scheduling, uh, particularly when it was Sebastian and I back in the day. But here we are, the gang's all together, and we have two incredibly special guests that I can't believe are on the show, and I'm so happy they are. I am genuinely filled with joy, even though one of them is shaking his head. Special guests and former co-workers of mine, which I think at this point is almost everybody on the call except Sebastian. Uh, hey, no, we work together. Yeah, Greek life, yeah. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were employed. Um, you know, that, that little newspaper that never was. Oh, well, okay. Shoot! I, I am so sorry. Wow, okay, we, we have all worked together. Yeah, what My a... goodness. Special guests, please introduce yourselves. I am Travis. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> all you need to know in the next hour and a half. <laughs> oh, God. I'm Dave, and I got no better introduction than that. Oh, my goodness. I like it. Two men, straight to the point, you know? Let's, uh... No nonsense. <laughs> we have plenty of uh, lively energy from Dave and Travis. You do that voodoo that you do so well. Oh, my goodness. All right, Sebastian, floor is yours. <laughs> Introduce what we're doing today, and it's written by Akiva Goldsman because it's not mentioned, so go for it. Today, I would say ladies and gentlemen, but look at us. You see the call? <laughs> gentlemen, we're going to be reading today a very special script that I think a, a good amount of uh, mind space between the six of us collectively, near and dear to our hearts, one of the best movies, hands down, on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a lie. Uh, Batman and Robin. Let's just jump straight into it. I will say that, like, this is, I think, one of the very first things that, like, Batman was introduced to me. It's this, Batman the Animated Series, and Batman Mask of the Phantasm. This was the marked uh, sexual awakening for me back in the day that I didn't even know I had. It's for, so um, unfortunate. It's so it's so unfortunate. You could have started with Batman the animated series, but you didn't. You had to take this turn. <laughs> it was one of the three. It was one of the that's, three. That's fair. But it started me down my my deep dark journey into like, ooh, redheads are cool. And then I've never looked back. So when we get to one particular scene to be like, oh, this this brings back this is where it started. <laughs> Interior Bat Cave, Batman's costume vault chrome and shadow a black gauntlet snaps into place a cape whips over a dark rubber back interior back cave robin's costume vault intercut a silver throwing bird is chosen from a weapons array gloved hands lift a black eye mask tunic armor clicks shut turning to reveal the chest-borne insignia of a robin batman clothes emerges from his costume vault deeper excavation has doubled the size of the cavern New state-of-the-art computing systems flash. Surveillance screens, monitor news, and police frequencies. Don't know why that's all capital, but okay. Because <laughs> it's a sound night. effect. Oh, it's a sound effect. Okay. Foolish me. I never took a film class in my life. Batman <laughs> strides towards the rising steam-obscured pedestal, which bears the sleek, redesigned Batmobile. Robin appears in the door of his costume vault, dressed in the black and red of his Nightwing costume. 
Two dark Avengers stand suited, ready to take back the night. Nice suit. And today you are? Nightwing, Scourge of Darkest Evil. This is all about the fashion for you, isn't it? This is the gear. Chicks love the gear. <laughs> Alfred steps forward, out of the shadows. Too cold if we're going to be late for dinner, sir. Oh, that was good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Turbos close, roar. The Batmobile shoots away through the arches of the cave access tunnel. The compass to of the Batmobile service pedestal splits wide like the opening petals of a flower, revealing a sleek turbocharged motorcycle. Meet Robin's bike, the Redbird. Drive carefully, Master Wing. Don't wait up, Al. The Redbird's turbo close, explodes into life. The powerful bike shoots after the Batmobile. Alfred watches them go. Then he relaxes, lets his weight fall against the main console, a man not as well as he seems. Interior Batcave access tunnel, Batmobile moving. Batman is behind the wheel, Robin visible through the window. Then police cruiser throws him solid on the Gotham Expressway. Interior Batcave access tunnel, Redbird moving. Robin is on his bike, data scrolling on his console monitor. Giant drilling truck burrowing under the city. Mr. Freeze. The back computer tracks him heading for the Gotham Museum. The new antiques exhibit, the second son of the Sudan. Of course, he's gonna steal the giant white diamond. No, Robin, he's going to jail. Batman's monitor closed, the Gotham Museum. Push in. Exterior Gotham Museum night, a stone and glass palace set on the edge of Gotham Central Park. Interior Gotham Museum, night. A giant drilling truck points up through the rubble of the shattered museum floor. Wider. A great hall bearing the skeleton of a mighty brontosaur amongst a myriad of other exotic antiques, all frozen. Hold on a giant diamond case. The, class, the case begins to glow blue, then white, the shatterproof glass exploding into a thousand fry, flying fragments. Rack in through the storm of ice and glass, Across the frozen floor, past exhibits of Aztec ruins peppered now with three frozen guards, up stone steps of a pyramid altar to reveal a silver-suited figure stands, bald head visible beneath a helmet, a high-tech bazooka in his hand, Mr. Freeze. The Iceman cometh. A gang of thugs in thermal suits, the Icemen, skate to the base of the steps, two holding a moaning, shivering, guard captive. Please, show some mercy. Freeze begins down the altar steps, a shimmering, terrifying god. <laughs> I'm afraid my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. Freeze fires his weapon, the beam of cryonic energy engulfing the guard, turning him to ice. Topsicle. <laughs> that's, so, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I didn't know that line was in there. Okay, sorry, I'm breaking it up. Freeze closes now on the shattered case. In this universe, there is only one absolute. Everything. Freeze wipes away the shattered glass and steel from the debris lifts a tremendous diamond. Freezes. Freeze holds the diamond high over his head, the light hitting the gem like a star. The skylight close explodes. Batman free falls into smashing Freeze with his feet, the diamond sliding across the frozen floor. Bat on ice, anyone? Batman kicks the pistol high in the air and catches it. 
Didn't your mother ever tell you not to play with guns? Freeze cartwheels across the room, kicking the gun away from Batman, catching it in midair. You're not sending me to the cooler. Freeze fires. Batman dodges the blast. Freeze takes aim again. The front doors close, blow open. Robin on the Redbird flies into the room. Batman uses this distraction, flying kicks the gun into the air, and Robin soars over Freeze's head, kicks the airborne gun to the altar atop the giant pyramid. Score! And the crowd goes wild. Robin lands, laying his bike sideways in a slide, knocking a precious vase into midair. He grabs a statue, using it to whip around and dismount. Batman catches the falling vase, replaces it, as Robin skates beside him. The two heroes race for Freeze. Come on, grab the gem, kill the heroes! More Icemen in the hockey masks, sticks in hand, rush the caped crusaders from both sides. It's the hockey team from hell! Freeze is racing towards the altar in his fallen gun. Six guards rush in through a side door and swarm the unarmed Freeze. Mistake. Freeze begins wailing on the guards. It's a straight display of fisticuffs executed with unbelievable speed and precision. Hooks, jabs, upper and lower cuts all perfectly delivered, felling the assault force. Kapsui. Damn it. It's fantastic. <laughs> he begins racing again for his gun. Batman and Robin begin a martial arts extraordinaire, blocking stick blows, punching and kicking the Icemen. The gem lays on the ice behind the wall of advancing Icemen. Batman and Robin grab two assailants, slipping between their legs, skates popping out of their boots as they snatch the Icemen's sticks and trip the villains. Freeze has made it to his gun. He turns, fires, creating an ice bridge to the floor. Caution. Bridge may ice over. He slides down the ice bridge to the floor below, starts racing for his giant drilling truck. Batman begins skating towards Freeze. You get the ice, I'll get the ice man. Robin skates through the thugs, double sticking, checking them wildly into the boards, reaches down and scoops up the diamond. Sweet. Freeze is racing towards his truck, Batman closing fast behind him. Freeze spins and fires. Batman ducks, using his cape as an ice shield, deflecting the beam closing Iceman behind him, freezing the villain solid. Freeze disappears behind the giant brontosaurus, and Robin skates into line with Batman, both heading fast for Freeze. I got mine. Where's yours? Freeze fires his gun, freezing the legs of the mighty brontosaur. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Freeze pushes on <laughs> the belly of the beast, the mighty creature toppling forward, exploding in front of Batman and Robin. He's definitely extinct. Batman and Robin skate fast to avoid the debris. An Iceman flies in from the side, hitting Robin's hand, sending the gem flying free. Another Iceman skates to the gem, hitting it with his stick, sending the diamond flying up onto the landing by the front doors, and Freeze has made it to his truck and is climbing towards the hatch. The Icemen are a rushing wall between the Caped Crusaders and the gem. Batman and Robin skate toward the villains, pulling flagpoles from a display as if they are about to joust the Icemen. At the last second, Batman and Robin drive their poles into the ice, vaulting over the heads of the Icemen towards the landing and the waiting gem above. Freezes climb to the hatch of his vehicle. Hit me, boys! Batman and Robin land on the landing inches from the gem. An Iceman skates from the wings with a slap shot, sends the diamond flying. Freeze's glove, close. The diamond hits. A perfect catch. Thanks for playing. 
Freeze drops into the cab of his giant drilling truck. The hatch starts to slide closed. Round up the thugs. I'll get Freeze. Batman leaps onto the banister, slides standing down the rail and jumps, dropping into the closing hatch after Freeze. Interior drilling truck, control capsule. A bank of control panels are set inside the giant glass head of the drill. Batman falls in to find Freeze standing at the main console. Stop the insanity! <laughs> yeah, nice of you to drop in. Freeze hits a button. A tremendous roar. Interior museum. The capsule, set on the end of an ejection cylinder, blasts out of the drilling truck, rising like a rocket towards the roof. Robin jumps on another banister, slides down, grabs a banner, and swings himself onto the side of the cylinder, clutching a porthole ledge and hanging fast. Exterior Gotham Museum. The capsule blows through the top of the museum, rocketing towards the starry night sky above. Zoom in. Robin clings to the side of the rocket for dear life. Interior capsule. Batman is thrown to the floor by the powerful acceleration. Freeze stays upright, protected by his mighty suit. You were a great scientist once. Don't squander your genius on evil. I hate being lectured. Freeze throws Batman hard into the bulkhead, uses his pistol to freeze Batman's ankles and wrists to the wall in chunks of ice. Watch the numbers, Batman, for they are the harbingers of your doom. Altimeter close, 10,000 feet and climbing fast. Can you feel it coming? The icy cold of space. At 30,000 feet, your heart will freeze and beat no more. 15,000 feet and rising. Exterior capsule. Robin has climbed onto the nose cone. It's struggling towards against the acceleration. It's struggling against the acceleration, using bat magnets to crawl against towards the escape hatch. Interior capsule. Freeze steps into a glide wing backpack mounted on the wall. After you have frozen, your icy tomb will plummet back to Gotham. Freeze, you're mad. This capsule will slaughter thousands. Freeze releases the door behind him, the sky whipping past beyond. Ain't it grand? Freeze well! Freeze leaps into the night, exterior night sky. Freeze begins to plummet towards the lights of Gotham below. Freeze's backpack, close. A sleek wing extends from its housing. Freeze angles himself toward, angles himself downward in midair, using his glide wing to control his fast flight towards the distant city. Interior capsule. The controls, the glass nose cone, the capsule itself are all frosting over. The hatch opens and Robin drops in. I was just hanging around. I thought you were going to stay in the museum and round up the thugs. How about nice to see you? Glad you're here to save my life? Robin pulls a laser from his utility belt. Flash melts one of his, of his ice shackles. When we get home, we're having a little communications workshop. Robin Flash melts the other ice gauntlet. Also, uh, hate to be that guy to break up the tension. Melts is spelled M-E-T-L-S in the official script. <laughs> Batman is free, by the way. Is it cold in here, or is it just me? Altimeter, close. 20,000 and rising. Ice is forming everywhere. Let's make sure this rocket doesn't turn Gotham into a crater. Batman whips a bat-shaped charge, throws it onto the ceiling. An armed light on the charge flashes green. Now what? We call a taxi? Batman grabs a handle marked caution, explosive bolts. Robin smiles, grabs a similar handle on the opposing metal door. Watch the first step. Surf's up! 
both pull the release handles, leaping onto the capsule doors as the explosive bolts blow them into space. The bat-charge light close goes red. Exterior night sky falling. As the capsule explodes above them, raining falling debris, Batman and Robin skyboard on the doors down towards... Freeze is rocketing to Earth, the diamond in his hand. Batman and Robin race towards Freeze and the city below. The Caped Crusaders avoid skyscraper turrets and elevated bridges as they follow in Freeze's wake. Batman swoops down above the villain, pushing off his skyboard, grabbing Freeze around the neck, the diamond flying into midair. Robin maneuvers in a grand flip, grabs the falling gem. Freeze releases his glide pack buckle, dislodging Batman, the hero, and the glide pack spinning away from Freeze. Batman dumps the glide pack, arcs back into his rushing drop, and freezes descending fast towards the giant smoking chimney of a towering industrial complex. He aims his gun at the smoking toward and fires, the fast maw quickly covering with snow. Freeze plummets into the snowy chimney. Batman and Robin drop into the ice shaft after the villain, and Freeze fires his gun as he falls, slowly slowing his descent by turning the chimney into a madly snaking tunnel of ice before him. Batman and Robin tumble headfirst through layers of snow after the villain. They pull their bat grapples and fire. Bat grapples close, hit the wall, catch. Batman and Robin use their tethers to slow their descent, landing hard in... interior industrial basement. A long, submarine-like corridor. Cool. Can we do that again? Batman and Robin race towards Freeze, who is fleeing down the other end of the corridor. He points his gun at the ceiling and fires. The sprinkler system pipes explode, forming a mighty, intense blizzard in the wind tunnel. Sudden temperature drop. Watch out for the... A blast of wind roars down the tunnel, slamming the doors, sending snow and ice whipping towards them. Wind. Batman and Robin whip their capes over their faces, push forward, fighting the storm, going through the doors one by one. Interior boiler room. Frozen. At the terminus of the tunnel. A frozen boiler stands in the center of the icy moat of the building's internal reservoir. The door swings open, Batman pushing inside. Freeze flies from behind the door, slamming the metal portal hard into Batman's face. Batman tumbles forward. Freeze raises his gun. Another figure leaps in from the hallway, going for Freeze. Robin. Freeze fires, turning the boy into a frozen sculpture of ice. He plucks the diamond from his icy hand. Exterior cross-section of Gotham City. A schematic map of Gotham. Freeze's vehicle burrows underneath the city, freezing the firmament in its path and clearing away the debris, heading towards the boiler room. Interior boiler room. A rumbling. Suddenly a wall explodes. Freeze's drilling truck appears in the clearing smoke. <laughs> yeah, can you be cold, Batman? You have 11 minutes to thaw the bird. What will you do? Chase the villain or save the boy? <laughs> yeah. Freeze leaps onto the giant vehicle. Your emotions make you weak. That is why this day is mine. Ha! Stay cool, bats. Stay cool. And Freeze is gone, sealing the tunnel hole after him with a blast of ice, clearing the frosted pane to wave goodbye. Batman moves fast to the boy Wonder, touches his frozen skin, whips out a bat laser, points at the icy reservoir, and fires. The reservoir, close. The frozen water melts, beginning to simmer. The caped crusader immerses Robin in the steaming sea. Under the water, the boy's face is perfectly still. A long beat. Then Robin's head breaks the surface. 
He's coughing. Alive. Oh, did we get him? Thunder. I'm sorry, exterior South American rainforest, night. My bad. <laughs> it's thundering. There we go. Lightning flashes on the maze of tens and tarp tarpaulins affixed to the ruins of a decaying prison mort. A forced sail or lease sign is illuminated by the storm. Screen reads, Meanwhile, somewhere in the South American jungle. <laughs> you figure it out. Interior, tented greenhouse lab, night. Bunsen burners flicker. Beaker's bubble. Martha Stewart does Frankenstein. Oh, <laughs> Someone wrote that. Someone what kind of line is that? that? <laughs> adventurous on that one. Wow. Pamela Isley, lovely features hidden by a glasses and bad hair, shape obscured by her lab coat, talks into a cylindrical micro recorder. I, I just realized I was on mute. I <laughs> high hope for animal plant crossing breedings. <laughs> crossing breedings? Uh, yes. <laughs> Pam surveys the two lab tables. One table is a mass of plants. The other is covered with tanks of spiders, snakes, and scorpions. Tubes run from the lethal beasts into a jar of milky fluid labeled venom. More tubes run from the venom jar into the plants. One plant twitches as it receives the toxins. We find the correct dose of venom. These plants will be able to fight back like animals. I will have given Flora a chance against the thoughtless ravages of man. Over an agonized scream. Terrified, Pam walks towards the source of the wall, the whales, a gothic prison door to which the tent is affixed. The project is marked Project Gilgamesh. Personal note, my work would proceed faster if Dr. Woodrow weren't always uh, whisking my venom samples back to his mysterious Gilgamesh wing. Why won't he let me into his lab? Another blood-curdling scream. Pam turns off the recorder. What is he doing in there? Just then the door opens, a startled Pam dropping her recorder as lightning flashes and Dr. Jason Woodrow enters. Einstein's hair. Manson's eyes. Dr. Island, loveliest flower in our garden. How fair our little wards. Woodrow moves in, too close, backing Pam against her work table, his face inches from hers. He spots the jar of venom. What do we have here? A lovely new supply of venom. I'll just take this to my laboratory for further study. Whoa, what exactly are you working on there? What are those screams? A bright flash of lightning. Woodrow advances on Pam. <laughs> How I'd love to share my secrets with you. But I ask you, sweet sadly, can you be trusted? You refuse my invitations to dine. You hide your honey buds behind these sallow robes. More lightning and ever more deafening thunder. Ah, but there's romance in the air tonight. Perhaps a moonlit stroll in the jungle. And then, later in the dark, we can share everything. Woodrow has her up against the wall, his twitching lips only inches from hers. Pam winces, manages to step away. Another scream. You have to tell me what you're doing with my venom. You must show me your secrets, Blossom, before I show you mine. Pam watches him leave. 
As the door to the Gilgamesh wing swings closed, Pam kicks her fallen recorder, the metal cylinder rolling between door and jam, keeping the entrance from sealing. Interior Labs, Gilgamesh section, walk in. Pam steals through the crumbling hallway of the abandoned prison following the screams as they grow over louder. Interior Labs, Gilgamesh chamber. Banks of flashing super craze. A gurney is surrounded by sparking and humming equipment. Frankenstein meets Frankenstein. Woodrow emerges from the shadows, a portable phone in hand. Does that say Frankenstein? No. No. Frankenstein, it looked like it said no, 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 Frankenstein it does. meets Frankenstein. It, it does. Yeah, it does. another misspelling. Love that. Take a shot. Unless there's someone actually named Frankenstein. Yeah. He's supposed to meet Frankenstein. I don't know. Mm. <sighs> what a coincidence. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the Ununited Nations, and our mystery bidder. Pull back to reveal a small bridge arcs across the room. An American general, a Russian commissar, a sheik, and a dictator all walk into a bar. No, I'm kidding. They all watch on from above. I give you the future of military conquest. A scrawny prisoner in a too large tank suit is dragged into the room by several gun-toting capos and shackled to the gurney. His bald skull is adorned with three surgically implanted dots. May I present Antonio Diego, serial murderer serving life in prison and sole surviving volunteer. Diego spits. And what a charmer he is. Wider. Pam slips in, unseen, hides behind a stack of circuit boxes, watching on as Woodrue lifts the jar of milky venom. The Super Soldier Serum, codenamed Venom, patent pending, of course. Woodrue pours the venom into a high-tech injector pack strapped to the back of the gurney. He lifts an open-front black and white mask attached by snaking tubes to the injector pack. Notice the hassle-free zipper! He pulls the oversized mask over Diego's head, tubes fitting into the ducts in his skull, zips the fabric closed over his face. Time to scream. He hits a control stud on the remote. The injector pack begins pumping the milky venom into Diego's skull, and Diego screams. Something strange happens to the prisoner. His chest begins to enlarge, his neck becomes thick, his forearms grow. Behold the ideal killing machine. I call this little number Bane. Bane of humanity. Imagine it. Your own personal army made up of thousands of these super soldiers. Bidding begins at a mere ten million. Woodrow ups the venom flow. Impossibly, the prisoner grows larger. Arm and leg shackles snap. Bane lurches for the venom pump, smashing consoles, sparking components raining down around Pam. Pam screams. As Capos rush to subdue Bane, Woodrow strides to the dazed Pam. Welcome to my parlor. Interior corridor, walking. Woodrow is escorting a nervous Pam back towards her lab. Our original sponsor had no stomach for military applications. He cut the funding for our work. Our work? Without your research, I could never have come this far. Join me, the two of us, entwined side by side. They have arrived at Pam's workshop. 
Woodrow opens the door. Interior, Pamela's workshop, continuous. Join you. I spent my life trying to protect plants from extinction, and now you craft my research into some mechanical scheme for work domination. When I get through you, you won't be able to get a job teaching high school chemistry. Do you hear me, you psycho? Well, I can respect your opinion. Woodrow shoves Pam viciously backwards into the interconnected tables, plants and poisonous beasts raining down on top of her. Sadly, I'm not good at rejection. Woodrow begins pulling shelves of cages and bubbling beakers crashing down atop the struggling Pam, burying her and all her specimens entirely. I'm afraid you'll have to die. And like, this is where he laughs maniacally in the film, but you know, we'll... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woodrow closes, smiles as the sounds of Pam's struggle are finally silenced. He turns, heading back into the hallway. Hello, maniacs. Bidding begins! Interior Batcave, night. Bruce stands with Dick, now wrapped in a blanket, steaming mug in hand, watching the main monitor. Gotham University Labs, security video, two years ago. Screen closed. The image of a dazzling high-tech lab, laboratory, a beautiful young woman, Nora Freeze, lays on a gurney. A scientist works a bank of controls over a smoking vat of cryonic solution. Handsome, the intense gaze of genius, the man Freeze once was. Dr. Victor Freeze, two-time Olympic decathlete, Nobel Prize winner of molecular biology. After his wife contracted a rare disease, McGregor syndrome, he hoped to freeze her in cryogenic sleep until he could discover a cure. Here is where everything goes north. Alarms flash. A panel explodes. Freeze is blown into a vat of cryogenic solution. That liquid is 50 below. Freeze screams, engulfed in the mists of the cryonic solution, his skin now frozen, bluish, his hair brittle, all but gone. <laughs> That's gotta hurt. Just like Palpatine, somehow he survived. But the cryosolution mutated his body. Cryosolution is spelled like cryoslutchen. <laughs> You see Just that? like Palpatine, somehow he survived. <laughs> the cryo slut shaming mutated his body. <laughs> the display shows a turning schematic of Freeze. What happened to his wife? Presumed dead. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> the display. The display now shows a turning Mr. Freeze. Compartments in both suit sleeves are highlighted, flashing diamond shapes within. He needs extreme cold to survive. His cryo suit uses diamond-enhanced lasers to keep him at zero degrees. Let me get this straight. A brilliant citizen, disfigured by a horrible accident, reemerges as a psychotic supervillain bent on theft, revenge, and destruction. You see a pattern here? Maybe it's something in the water. Bruce returns Dick's smile. Well, if it's the ice the Iceman wants. Alfred! Interior costume vault, continuous. Alfred stands near the costumes, clutching a console, a man in intense pain. He lets the waves subside, regains his composure. Interior bat cave, continuous. Alfred emerges as if nothing were wrong. I need the Wayne Diamonds. We're gonna trap ourselves a snowman? Absolutely. Just as soon as you take ten hours in the simulator. Whoa, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Don't go all protective on me. It won't happen again. Dick, you were reckless. You could have been killed. I'm fine, see? 
me here alive? How are we going to work together if you're never going to trust me? Oh, indeed. Bruce stares at the two of them. He smiles a wry smile. When did I become the bad guy? Interior back staircase, walking. Bruce and Alfred travel the winding stair that leads from the back cave to the top of the house. He's overeager, impulsive. I can't trust him not to get hurt. Perhaps the truth is, you don't really trust anyone. Don't tell me you're on his side. Again. Despite all your talents, you are still a novice in the ways of family. Dick follows the same ends as you, but gets there by his own course. You must learn to trust him, for that is the nature of family. They step through a doorway into interior Alfred's quarters, night continuous. I trust you, Alfred. Alfred seems oddly pained by Bruce's words. <laughs> but I shan't be here forever. Bruce stares at Alfred a beat, but Alfred just smiles. Good night, Master Bruce. Exterior Wayne Manor, hallway. Bruce exits his butler's room, looks to the end of the hallway. A younger Bruce, no older than ten, comes racing around the corner, trips, tumbling to the wooden floor. Another figure steps out behind him. Alfred, decades younger, kneels by the boy, brushing off his knees, giving the boy comfort. Why do we fall, Master Wayne? <laughs> scene. <laughs> Bruce, closed, blinks away the images from the past. Only the fragile ghosts of memory moves off down the empty hallway. Interior Alfred's quarters, night. Alfred sits at his computer, activates the screen. He lifts a CD, slips into the disk drive, and begins to type. Override engaged! Copying protected files! <laughs> Alfred lifts a micro-recorder. Still unable to reach you. Have vital information you must see. Screen. Close. The files Alfred is copying. It's such a weird fragmented sentence. Who writes this shit? <laughs> I get it's a script. Come on. Batmobile design. Batsuit schematics. All downloading onto the, mall di onto the small disk. Exterior. South American jungle. Prison mort. Night. A full moon shines over the hidden complex. Interior tented greenhouse lab. Woodrow stands at Pam's workstation, talking on his portable phone as he rifles through her research. Yes, sir. I'm so pleased you won the bidding your supreme ruthlessness. Bane. Oh. <laughs> Bane screams in the distance. Yeah, there we go. We're making the final modifications on Bane right now. We'll have a thousand super soldiers out to you tomorrow by overnight mail hangs up. Hold on a patch of ivy in the BG. Perfectly still. Suddenly the leaves rustle as if being moved from beneath. Woodrow turns as a figure bursts fast from beneath the brush. Here you go, Matt. This is your this is your moment. Magenta this is hair, this is chlorophyll it. green eyes, ravaged clothes revealing the form and demeanor of a goddess. The woman who was once Pamela Isley smiles, moves forward. Dr. Isley, Pamela, you look great, especially for a dead woman. Hello, Jason. I think I've had a change of heart. <laughs> Her lips glisten. She leans in and kisses him. Quite literally, I don't think I'm human anymore. The animal plant toxins had a rather unique effect on me. They replicate my blood with 
alloy my skin with uh, chlorophyll and fill my lips with venom. Woodrow begins to choke. He falls, <laughs> clutching his throat. Oh, and Jason, one other thing. Silly me. I probably should have mentioned this earlier. I'm poison. It's a jungle in here. Pam spills beakers of chemicals onto the floor. She throws a Bunsen burner to the ground. The lab suddenly in flames. Flames touch the sky, for I am nature's arm, her spirit, her will. Hell, I am Mother Nature. That time has come for plants to take back the world so rightfully ours. Because it's not nice to fool with Mother Nature. Something catches Pam's eye. Pam lifts a broken beaker on it. Pam lifts a broken beaker on it, the Wayne Enterprises logo. Go ahead. Go ahead, Drew. Or, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Come in, Bane, darling. We've got a plane to catch. Exterior, snowy cones, ice cream factory, night. An abandoned ice cream factory built in the shape of a snowman's face. A dripping cone stuck onto a giant snowball head. Because where else would Mr. Freeze have his lair? Interior, snowy cones, ice cream factory. Abandoned. Always freezing. Ice sculpture everywhere. Freeze walks the bowels of the old factory. Icemen in park as in snow bunnies eat frozen dinners, guffawing as they watch TV. The sexiest bunny slides up to Freeze. I fucking hate this name. (laughs) Freezy, I'm feeling hot. (laughs) Yeah, I find that unlikely. Okay, my hair is brittle. My skin is dry, and I don't care. I'd weather blizzards to have you. You're the most perfect man I've ever known. To be frozen, to never change. A life of perpetual isolation. Off. There is, <laughs> there is little perfection in that. What say we turn up the heat? You skating on thin ice. My passion falls for my bride alone. Forget your frosty femme. Those lips are wet and ready to taste frostbite. Hop away, little bunny, before I cool your jets permanently. The bunny storms off. I wonder how cold I can get my shower. Frosty! Freeze's faithful aide, Frosty, appears by his side. Everyone is always having a good time, except me. Try as I might, I can find no pleasure. Perhaps my heart truly has froze. What is the line? Perhaps my heart truly has turned to ice. You could have said frozen to ice and it would have been. I know. Yeah. Freeze lifts his gun and fires, freezing Frosty solid. Well, that was fun. There's hope for me yet. Freeze stares at his frozen A to B, changes the setting on his gun and fires, a thawing beam melting Frosty, so he stands now, soaked and dripping like a wet cat. Freeze turns on his heel. Frosty follows him past mounting files of research. Scrawled schematics. An icy workshop. Do you think I'm mad, Frosty? It's really a judgment call, boss. <laughs> a flashing display on his suit. Watch Reed's low power. Battling the bat exhausted my power. From a safe, Freeze takes three small diamonds, places them in the suit compartment. His power levels spike to normal. But I was successful, nevertheless. Freeze continues to a pedestal atop, which sits a machine powered by two giant diamonds. Slots for two more diamonds are empty. 
He removes the giant stolen diamond from within his tunic, places the gem in an empty third slot. One more giant diamond of this size, and my freezing cannon will be complete. It will hold Gotham ransom, unless the city bows to my demands. It's winter forever here in Gotham. Goat town, whatever it says, <laughs> that's so weird. The fathers will have no choice but to give me the billions I need to complete my research. To find a cure for... Breezes come to a frozen wall. Leave us. We need quality time. Pause here. It's this this goat town shit that makes me think that this was partially written by AI, like way back in the day. No, no, no. I think they were trying to capture Arnold's accent. Like, go town, you know, but like, like Gotham, you know, because it's Gotham. It has but to be. But still, but still, it's just like... Or is it really, did he really say goat town? That scene is awkwardly dubbed. His, okay. his lips and when he says Gotham are saying two different things. So I think he said goat town and then they were like, nah, Leave this it. doesn't make sense, Arnie. Get back into the booth. Oh, all right, I'll get back in here. I'll take my stogie and I'll do, I'll do the line again. I don't need to hide like you. <laughs> <laughs> As Frosty exits in the BG, which I now realize means background, uh, Freeze enters a walk-in freezer, lifts a frozen dinner box, a secret vault opens, and Freeze steps into mm, interior Freeze's subterranean cold vault. Within, a computerized glacier-like sarcophagus bears his frozen wife, a snowflake pendant around her neck. Soon we'll be together once more. Freeze turns toward his research, heading back to work. Nothing frustrates a man like a frigid wife. Interior limbo night. Robin is fighting Mr. Freeze and his cronies. Robin misogyny right there. Yeah. <laughs> Robin delivers a fast set of spinning kicks yeah. to the thugs, felling them like toys. At least a he thug... didn't say eating is not cheating. Like he once said in real life. Hug carrying a large diamond breaks free, racing away. Robin leaps for the escaping thug, putting back putting his back to Freeze. Freeze raises his joined fists high above Robin's head, coming down fast. Robin is done for. Suddenly Batman, sw Suddenly Batman swing out of the dark, not swings, swing out of the dark, his boots flying into Freeze's chest, sending the villain hard to the ground. Batman drops to Freeze's chest, hammers a series of punches into his tunic, rendering him unconscious. Batman looks up at Robin. We'll be starting again now. Just then, Freeze's hand shoots up, grabbing Batman by the throat. All is virtual reality simulation. Push in as Batman reaches towards his cowl. Screen wipes to a screen wipes to reveal Bruce Wayne close. Pulls off a pair of VR goggles. Wider. Bruce and Dick, also in VR goggles, stand on an empty platform in the back of the Batcave. I got the diamond. Quell problemo, Bruce. Oh, you almost what? revealed his identity. <laughs> you left your back wide open. Freeze could have killed you. Dick demonstrates a spinning back kick that would have dropped Freeze in his tracks. I had it covered. A doorbell rings. You know, in the circus, the flying Graysons were a team. We had to trust each other. We had to count on each person to do his part. That's what being partners is all about, Bruce. End simulation. Oh, I, I think you have to say that. <laughs> My bad. Oh. Uh, ambient End lights. Simulation. <laughs> ambient lights come up in the cave. Sometimes counting on someone else is the only way to win. The doorbell rings again. Where's Al? 
dickheads for the door. Couldn't we just for once pretend that I'm the teacher and you're the student? Interior Wayne Manor, or foyer afternoon. Columns of dancing sunlight fill the giant entryway. Dick goes to the front door and Bruce meets Alfred emerging in the background. I must have dozed off. My sincerest apologies, sir. Bitches! No apology necessary. That's the first time in 30 years. Bruce smiles, but he can't take his eyes off Alfred. The butler seems pale, older than usual. Mystery pizza delivery? Dick opens the door. A young girl stands at the autumn light, beautiful, dressed in prim, schoolgirl clothes. Barbara Wilson. I hate this change so much. Please be looking for me. I'm sorry to trouble you, but... When the girl spots Alfred, <clears throat> the old man's eyes widen. Uncle Alfred! <laughs> she's not that much of a valley girl. I mean, she's a little bit... I told bit... you, I'm doing her a share. She's a little bit empty-headed in the movie, don't get me wrong. I'm telling like... you, I'm doing her a share, and that's what we're going to get. Barbara... That's what I'm share. Barbara r- rushes in, past Dick and Bruce, into the old butler's arms. He holds her close. Bruce and Dick face each other. Exterior Exterior Wayne Estates Gardens afternoon, walking Bruce, Alfred, Dick, and Barbara tour. How long has it been, Uncle Alfred? Ten years. To Bruce. Barbara isn't really my niece, sir. She's Joanne Clark's daughter. Of course. uh, Alfred still keeps your mother's picture in his room. Anyone want to tell us kids in the cheap seats who Joanna Clark is? Joanna and I were in love in London, but when I realized our age difference was too extreme... Uncle Alfred left for America, much to my mother's dismay. Eventually, she married a young physician. Exterior, Wayne Estate, stables, walking, continuous. Al's main squeeze. Is she here? I'm about to scrape the bottom of my shoe off my tongue, right? My parents were killed in an auto accident 10 years ago. Alfred has been supporting me ever since. (laughs) You have? Secrets are a virtual prerequisite in this house, don't you think? I'm on break from Oak Ridge Academy. Their new computer science division. How did you know? I recognize the accent. (laughs) They have come to the garage. A motorcycle sits out front. What is that? It's beautiful! The way the sun catches Barbara, she looks like an angel. You can say that again. <laughs> wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, are you, is like, is Robin like superficially connecting with like the scene descriptor or what? <laughs> like how would he? No, because okay. she says it's beautiful. Yeah. Says oh, it's beautiful, oh, yeah. oh, I thought, I thought he was playing. Remember, she says she's... it's beautiful. And I thought, like, you can, say, you that can say that again. Okay, I thought That's he was F. playing. I thought he was playing off of the she looks like an angel. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> it, it's a competition racer I've been fixing up. Maybe one day I'll show you how to ride. You certainly will not. Oh no, those things frighten me. Well, I hope you'll stay with us. There's a lovely inn just down- All this luxury really isn't my style, but I love to stay. Then it's settled. Oh, but sir, so much goes on. Don't be silly, Alfred. After all, she's family. Exterior Gotham Airport, tarmac, night. A vintage DC-3 steams on the runway. Pilots descend the gangway. Pamela Isley, dressed as a grieving widow, supervises the luggage handler's debarkation of a coffin. 
an immense coffin. Be gentle. It's always been touchy. Whatever you say, lady. <laughs> Pam watches the handlers carrying the coffin away. She turns, walks off across the tarmac. Favor the baggage handlers as they bear the coffin to the terminal. He's always been touchy. Right. <laughs> a giant fist crashes through the splintering lid. The handlers drop the coffin as a figure emerges. Bane, wearing his full costume, his injector pack strapped to his back. Bane lifts a handler, begins swinging him like a baseball bat, sending the other handlers flying. Exterior airport, tarmac. A limousine, is that even spelled correctly? I think so. Sits at the edge of the runway. A lone businessman approaches in the waiting car. The driver smiles, opens the door. Not the businessman, he businessman, climbs in to find interior limo, night. Pam sits sprawled on the back seat, showing no small bit of leg. There must be some mistake. Silly darling, there's no need to pretend in front of the driver. She grabs his face, kisses him passionately. She lets go. The businessman slumps to the seat, dead. Love hurts, yeah, yeah. In my case, it kills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, re the rear view mirror. The limo driver watches on. Suddenly, a hand reaches in, snapping his neck, drags out his body. Bane climbs into the driver's seat. It's around the park. Interior, Alfred's room. The door is ajar. A gentle knock. No, it's a door. She's inside, wearing a long, terry robe. The room is empty. She notices a pile of envelopes on the desk. Envelopes, close. All addressed to Wilfred Pennyworth. Royal Court of Miranjapur. All stamped, return to sender. Didn't know sneaking around was on the curriculum at Oxbridge. Barbara turns. Barbara, Barbara starts, turns. Alfred steps from the shadows in his robe. I'm sorry, Uncle. I came to tuck you in and... You came to tuck me in? That's quite a switch. I am looking for my brother, Wilfred. He is first butler to the Maharaja of Mirajanpur. But Mirajanpur is a floating court who travels across India, so Wilfred can be rather difficult to find. Alfred taps his computer keyboard. Screen close. Full motion images of a resplendent royal court carried entirely on the back of elephants. <sighs> well, that's not racist at all. I guess they don't have fax machines it's on elephants. It's very colonial. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to reach Wilfred with no success. As one grows older, one yearns for family. It's good to see you again, Uncle. I've missed you. As I've missed you. Sleep well, child. Barbara heads out, closing the door behind her. Interior hallway, continuous. Barbara walks to her room. She pauses, waiting for the light under Alfred's door to go out. Then she disappears inside. Interior, Wayne Manor, Barbara's room, continuous. Barbara whips off her robe. Woo! Underneath the tight black leather motorcycle <laughs> outfit, she begins Woo! pulling on sleek black boots. Oh, yeah, Matt. Here we go. <laughs> Exterior, Wayne Manor, night. Oh, I thought it was... Okay. A knotted climbing rope tumbles out of one of the windows. A figure expertly descends into the courtyard below. Turns, face now visible in the moonlight. Barbara. Interior, Wayne Manor garage, night, continuous. 
kids collect Matchbox and Corky. Billionaires <laughs> collect the real thing. <laughs> Barbara enters, cloaked in the shadows, moves stealthily past the myriad cards until she comes to the row of motorcycles. She stops at a sleek competition bike, climbs on, pulling a racing helmet from her backpack, expertly kickstarts the engine. Barbara rides out through the open garage into the night. Interior, Snowy Cone's ice cream factory, night. Did this just imply that Bruce Wayne is collecting actual corgis? This was not written by a human. Absolutely not. I don't know what AI technology they had back then, but this is not written by a human. Freeze is standing at his computerized workstation, entering data into his keyboard. Maybe this time, this new formula will return you to me. Freeze hits a switch, a beat. Then an alert panel flashes a simple message test failure freeze slams the console with his fist <laughs> follow freeze as he rises walks through the open door into interior freezes vault night freeze stares up at his wife in her frozen sarcophagus fighting back the tears no cure tonight my love forgive me but soon i promise you soon interior limousine day morning Bane drives. Have they just been driving the whole time? Have they been driving the whole night? Ivy sits oh, in the back. was a lot cheaper back then. Yeah. <laughs> applying brown... Ivy sits in the backseat applying brown contact lenses, donning a dark wig. Pamela Isley once more. Kind of hip. Kind of wow. Ivy kind of free. Kind of now. Ivy. Oh, she... <laughs> oh... <laughs> Exterior, Gotham Observatory, day, establishing shot. I mean, as if it wasn't obvious, a stone and copper <laughs> observatory in the process of being restored set atop the banks above the Gotham River in the city beyond. Interior observatory, an immense circular hall under construction. Within, a partially installed telescope. Bruce stands flanked by his stunningly beautiful date, Julie Madison. A scientist and his associate, all on a podium backed by blueprints facing the press. My father once told me that to succeed, we need only pick our star and follow it. And so Wayne Enterprises is donating the world's most advanced telescope to Gotham Observatory Restoration Project. Perhaps this telescope will give future generations a chance to find their own stars. And it's a good tax break. <laughs> <laughs> Say the quiet Brucey. part out loud. <laughs> Brucey, is it true this new telescope can see all around the globe? Yes, they... If you watch the monitor... A monitor bank? Close. <laughs> a graphic of the Earth. Equidistant satellites in geosynchronous orbit are highlighted. Satellites already in orbit <laughs> allow us to reflect light <laughs> around the planet. On screen, a graphic ray of light is reflected from a satellite over Australia to a satellite over the U.S., and then beamed to a graphic of the Gotham-based telescope. Hmm, well yes, from here we'll be able to see the sky anywhere on Earth. Just don't point it at my bedroom. Unless... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Barusi, you and the exquisite Julie Madison have been going out forever. Are you planning to tie the knot? Get married? Me? No. No. Uh, what I mean is, no plans at the moment. 
but soon. Soon? Sooner or later, uh, our relationships evolve, and, um... And? Bitch, you know you're just a side piece. Can I get some help over here? <laughs> Julie smiles, turns to the press, the very picture of composer. Of composure. Bruce and I are lucky enough to be recklessly in love. And that is most certainly enough for us. For now. Folks laugh. Charmed. <laughs> now, if you'll all follow me, I'll show you the central control grid. The scientist and associate tore Julie in the press around the telescope, leaving Bruce to confer with two of his aides. Mr. Wayne? Wider. Pam, hair in a bun, face behind glasses, cloaked in a frumpy suit, is standing behind two go- two door guards. She doesn't have a pass, sir. Bruce smiles, weighs off the guards with a gesture. They're overly protective. You're not going to hurt me, are you, miss? <laughs> Dr. Pamela Isley. I'm just going to add with him. <laughs> What can I do for Sorry, you? Sorry, I mean, I, I actually, but yes. <laughs> Dr. Pamela Isley, hello. Wow, you can change your voice very well. Uh, what can I do for you, doctor? A, a research grant? A, a hospital wing? Uh... Actually, actually, I already work for you, or did, your uh, arboreal uh, preservation project in South America. Yeah. We cut our support. Uh, conflict of ideologies. Dr. Woodrow was uh, a lunatic. Hmm, I see you knew him. The lab was consumed by fire last week. How did you manage to escape? I have here a proposal showing how Wayne Enterprises can immediately cease all actions that uh, toxify our environment. Bruce takes the proposal and scans it. Pam's eyes shine despotic. Hmm, forget the stars. Look here at the Earth, our mother, our womb. She deserves our loyalty and protection, and yet you spoil her lands, poison her oceans, blacken her skies. You're killing her. Your intentions are noble, but no diesel fuel for heat, no coolants to preserve food. Millions would die of cold and hunger alone. Acceptable losses in a battle to save the planet. Based. People come first, Dr. Isley. I assure you, you will. The tour has returned. Pam turns to the press, begins to soapbox. Oh, here we go. Mammals, so mug in your towers of stone and glass. A day of reckoning has come. The same plants and flowers that saw you crawl blind from a uh, prima dormal. Uh, what the fuck? Okay, come on. <laughs> you can't be. <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> I know, I was like. You know how the Spanish language really emphasizes their vowels? Per, I, m, or, di, al. I, I, I don't know. So <laughs> I, I was in, I was in another, I was in South America not long ago. It was interesting for me. Uh, soup will reclaim this planet. It will be a garden again. Somehow, some way, I will be your man-made civilization to its knees, and there will be no one to protect you or me. Sam's tirade is so extreme. Folks around her laugh. You must be new in town. In Gotham City, Batman and Robin protect us, even from plants and flowers. Perhaps you'd like to meet them? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Bruce nods, and an aide hands Pam an invitation. 
Invitation close. Batman and Robin to appear at the Flower Ball. The Cape Crusaders are helping us to auction off a prized diamond to raise money for the Gotham Botanical Gardens. Just a few mammals doing what we can for our world's plants. So, Brucey, will the delicious Miss Madison be your date for the flower ball tonight? Tell me, billionaire, would you warm faster to my please if I looked more like Miss January here? Although the Wayne Foundation is hosting the event, sadly I will be unable to attend. Thank you all. Good day, Doctor. Pam watches him go, trailed by press, peers at her invitation. Batman and Robin, militant arm of the warm-blooded oppressors, animal protectors of the status quo. First, I'll ride myself for the fur and uh, further pests, and then Gotham will be mine for the greening. Interior snow cones. <laughs> I don't think like two of those words that you stated were actual words. I don't think so either. <laughs> just the way it's written, it's just so bad. Interior... This is not written by people. It's not. It, it can't. It Interior. Can't Even I'm like, well, I'm like, what? Snowy cones, ice cream factory. Nora and Victor freeze, kiss at their wedding altar. The video images change to show the couple playing with a puppy. Nora laughs as her husband crowds beside her. Come he exits the frame have a carrot. hands her something. Oh, Victor, it's beautiful. Nora hands her snowflake ne- necklace up for the camera, places it around her neck, smiling up, up taut, he warm summer sun, uh, up something, the warm summer sun. Up to the warm up summer sun. Up to the warm summer sun. Okay, thank you. Pull back to reveal, Freeze sits watching the images on his screen. Uh, excuse me, Chief. I got something you might want to see. Frosty stands in the door, newspaper in hand. Without shifting his gaze, Freeze lifts his freezing gun and fires. Frosty freezes. I hate it when people talk during the movie. Freeze continues staring at the screen. Finally, the happy images are just too much for him. He fires his gun at the screen, the picture exploding into flying shards of light. One more diamond, my love. One more Freeze rises. He breaks off the cover of the frozen paper in Frosty's hand. Paper close. Wayne donates diamond to Flower Ball. Exterior Gotham Botanical Gardens, night. An immense glass greenhouse set atop the roof of a mighty skyscraper. Elegant guests mill amidst the stars. Interior Gotham Botanical Gardens, greenhouse, night. A hanging banner reads Gotham Charity Flower Ball. A giant beast mask covers the entrance. Drummers stomp on Congo drums. Guests dress as flowers. Two costumed gorillas romp about the room. What? I, I, okay, Batman and Robin stand by the stage. Gorillas? Really? Yeah, no, literal gorillas. It's, it's like actual gorilla suits. Uh, okay, yeah. okay, so Batman and Robin stand by the stage. Think Freeze will take the bait? He'll be here. Atop the stars, the two gorillas have converged on the drummers. One begins dancing around, covertly knocking the drummers unconscious with his paws. On stage, the MC walks out, followed by Gossip Gertie. Ladies and gentlemen, Gossip Gertie of Good Morning Gotham and I welcome you to the gem of our evening. Two armed guards emerge bearing a pallet upon which hangs a silver necklace supporting a perfect grapefruit-sized diamond. 
the famed Heart of Isis, on loan from the collection of my close personal friend Bruce Wayne. The MC gestures and several several women, not woman, step forward dressed as flowers, each more strikingly gorgeous than the next. Tonight on auction, an opportunity to dine with one of our fabulous flowers, the famed diamond draped around her neck. Ooh, look at all these luscious lovelies. Let's start the bidding. 10,000 for the Crescentium. 20,000 for Lilac. Folks, folks, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, 30,000, 30,000 for Rose. We all love Rose. Oh. Rose Tyler. Boys, we all saw boys, Dr. please show some gusto. Top of the stairs, one gorilla begins to beat the drums. The other removes her paw mitts, her gorilla's head. From within her gorilla costume steps a vision. Skin-tight green costume made of leaves, green boots and mask, magenta hair, glowing green eyes, meet Poison Ivy, simply the most beautiful woman known to man. Robin, close, smiles. Real of my dreams. <laughs> so that's so bad. Oh that's my such God. a bad one. I think that tops it for now. Anyway, that's the worst pun of this entire script, right there. That, that's but, so forced. Yeah, yeah. probably even more. <laughs> Ivy lifts her green gloved hands, both filled with piles of sparkling dust. Blows the powder over the startled patrons. Have fun with the uh, anthrax. Following the dust as it spins out in a fairy-like in fairy -like spirals, curling through the crowd. The crowd, various shots. Folks blink their eyes, suddenly bewitched as Ivy tilts backwards, falling into the arms of several jungle-clad men on the ballroom floor. Ivy saunters over a bridge made of the backs of kneeling men through the parting crowd towards Batman and Robin. Hi there. And you are? Poison. Poison Ivy. Batman, close, dazed, like a man who's drunk a quart of love potion. He takes her hand. Why not send Junior to bed early? I could come and take your measurements. <laughs> Ivy now turns to Robin, offers the other hand. She blows another volley of dust into Robin's face. On the other hand, youth does have its advantages, endurance, stamina. Robin close, also suddenly smitten, perhaps even harder. Why settle for second place? Robin is a sidekick, a junior partner. If we were a team, you'd be the star. Forget the generic bad. Come join me. Robin needs. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with this woman? Geriatric, you mean? Patrick, that's what I said. You said you did not. We have said, a... Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> The two, the two help her up onto stage. She turns to the mesmerized MC. I'll take it from here, pal. Ivy lifts the diamond, places it around her neck. Some lucky boy is about to hit the honeypot. I'll include an evening of my company for the winner. I'll bring everything you see here, plus everything you don't. And I'll bring my imagination, like I did with that word. <laughs> A thousand for poison ivy. A hundred thousand for poison ivy. One million. Own it. Two million. The two lock eyes. You don't have two million. Three million. I'll borrow it from you. Four million. You two boys aren't going to fight our old me, are you? 
Batman reaches to his utility belt, draws a batarang. Five million. Six million. Robin reaches. Oh, Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Robin reaches to his utility belt, pulls a throwing bird. Go ahead. Six million. Is it getting nippy in here? This movie's too damn horny for its own good. My God. I didn't. I forgot that this was the hornier movie. I thought Batman Returns was the hornier one, but no, this one's it. I mean, this the script is missing a crucial part, and yeah. in the yeah. interest of ad-libbing it, uh, it goes from Don't pull out that million, black card. Six million. And then Batman, I'm just going to ad-lib here, and then Batman pulls out his bat card, and he says, Never leave the cave without it. Yeah. The teeth of the giant mask explode. Okay. <laughs> Explodes? Really? I get that you have a lot more consonants than vowels, but fucking really here? Why would I say it? play fine because it's just as Freeze's truck smashes into the room from an elevated bridge beyond, standing atop the vehicle backed by swirling mists, Freeze, his icemen following behind. Damn it, did I use the wrong door again? Batman hurls his batarang, knocking Freeze's pistol free. Batman and Robin race forward, engulfed by the rushing force of Iceman. His pistol flies into the hands of one of the guests. A thug rams the guest from behind, the gun bouncing in the air. A swarm of armed security guards and guests swamp Freeze. When technology fails, brute force. Freeze moves like lightning, smashing guards with mighty punches, whipping guests flying across the room. Freeze's pistol bounces from guest to thug to guest like a wildly fumbled football, a thug finally tipping the soaring gun back towards Freeze. Alright everyone, chill. Freeze fires, turning a few guests and several exotic flower arrangements into ice. <laughs> yeah, this should have been a decorator. <laughs> Freeze starts for the stage. Batman and Robin are in mid-melee, fighting off an army of Icemen. Batman smashes one thug three times in the chin. Robin does a spinning sidekick to another approaching villain, then ducks, sending one villain crashing into another. Batman grabs a thug, throws him to Robin, punches him back to Batman, who punches him back to Robin. Both punch him simultaneously. This guy's having a bad day. The thug flying back through the air. They begin fighting their way towards the stage. Freeze climbs onto the stage to face Poison Ivy. Let me guess. Plant girl? Vine lady? Miss Moss? Listen, Captain Cold. The suit made e- maybe even though silver went out in the 70s, but those boots are unforgiv- unforgivable. What is it with men? I'd love to stand here all day and exchange fashion tips, but I'm kind of pressed for time. So hand over the diamond, God and Gal. I'll turn you into mulch. Ivy pulls a handful of dust from her belt pouch, blows it towards him. The dust swirls around his helmet, and Ivy frowns. Mmm, Cuban. Pheromone dust. Designed to heat a man's blood. Doesn't work on the cold-hearted, though. Unlike Advil. Now, if you please. Freeze extends his gloved hand. Well, if you insist. Ivy hands him the diamond. Clever little clover. Just then, one of the thugs flies across the room, smashing it at the back of the stage. <laughs> yeah, that's my exit cue, but by now. <laughs> Freeze races for his truck. Batman and Robin dispatch the, lice- the last Iceman, make for the stage. When did Gordon come in here? Now. 
<laughs> now, to yeah. Gordon, who's never, who's never been in this movie yeah, until now. right now, <laughs> who's never been established in this movie until right now. You have 11 minutes to follow those guests, Commissioner. Batman and Robin race after the escaping Freeze and his men. Ivy stares at them. She lifts a small souvenir, a tiny glass globe that says, Welcome to Gotham, shakes the bauble, the tiny city within suddenly covered by snow. Gordon appears behind her. There she is. See? Miss Ivy, you've just met one of the most sinister men in Gotham. That's no man. That's a god. Gordon moves off as the second gorilla arrives on stage, removes his mask. Bane. Enough monkey business. We've got work to do. Excuse, Excuse me, me, Ivy. That's an ape, not a monkey. Get it right. I'll tell that to Ivy. <laughs> Exterior Gotham City, night. A giant statue amidst Gotham skyscrapers. Closer. Freeze in his ice truck, two crony trucks behind him, race up the interconnecting bridges that crisscross Gotham's skyline. Interior, Freeze's truck. Freeze, point of view. Gothamites veer their car. Gothamites? Seriously? Yeah, they're I mean, called Gothamites. I mean, I, I understand. That I am, I that's understand a, that's like, an actual term. I understand, like, San Franciscoans, but, like, Gothamins didn't make the cut? Isn't that San yeah, Franciscans? It, or San Franciscans? It's, yeah. it's always been Gothamites. Uh, okay. Anyway, they veer their cars off the roadway in his path as Freeze spots the statue. He reaches for his dashboard, and Freeze hits a flashing gun-shaped button on the dash. Exterior, Freeze's truck, night. A giant Freeze gun atop the truck fires. Exterior, Gotham rooftops, night. The statue's head, close. Freezes, the neck of the giant figure exploding in a storm of ice. Freeze's truck swerves off the road, leaping through the hole in the statue's neck and racing onto its shoulder. His crony trucks follow, all racing away down the statue's arm. The Batmobile and the Redbird follow in close pursuit, blowing through the hole in the statue's neck. Interior, Batmobile. Batman, point of view. The Freeze vehicles are heading towards the hand of the statue, and Batman hits a button. Monitor, close. Flashing schematics of the various trajectories of the freeze vehicles and their imminent jumps from the hand over the abyss of the city to the lower rooftops beyond. Pull back. You can't make that jump. Exterior, Redbird. I can make it. Exterior, Statue's arm. The Batmobile is shooting down the arm, the Redbird close behind. Pull back. I can make it. Robin shoots a wheelie, overtaking the Batmobile. Interior, Batmobile. Redbird control codes. Monitor close. Schematics for the Redbird flash. Disable engine. God, what a dick move. He just disabled. <laughs> yeah. he, he could have made it. I mean, <laughs> exterior Redbird night. Robin's oh. engine warning light goes on. The motor begins to die. The abyss is coming up fast. Robin side grounds the bike skidding. Exterior statue's hand night. Freeze and his cronies split towards the separate fingers. Super thrusters fire and Freeze's truck clears the jump, landing on the sloping roof on the other side of the abyss. His crony trucks follow, taking different fingers, flying into the air towards the rooftops beyond. Not high enough. Exterior, rooftop abyss, night. One crony truck blows into an elevated billboard, the other exploding onto the opposing building. Exterior, rooftops. 
Freeze's truck hits the roof, breaks screeching, spinning 180 degrees, his freeze gun now pointing back over the abyss, exterior statue's hand. The red bird slides dangerously close to the end of the finger and the abyss below, finally coming to a halt as the Batmobile rockets its engine and roars past, flying over the, over the chasm. Robin stands up on the fingertip, shouting his rage into the night. Exterior, rooftop's abyss. The Batmobile soars over the abyss towards Freeze's truck. Interior, Freeze's truck. Night. It's a cold town. Freeze hits the flashing gun-shaped button on the dash. Exterior, Freeze's truck. Night. The Freeze gun fires its deadly blast, hitting the Batmobile. Exterior, statue's hand. Night. Robin watches as the flying Batmobile begins to ice over from Freeze's cryonic blast. Interior, Batmobile. The controls are frozen. A monitor flashes. Systems failure. Batman POV. The windscreen is covering with ice. Exterior, rooftop abyss. The Batmobile is flying across the abyss like frozen sculpture. Suddenly, the windscreen explodes as Batman is catapulted through the glass like a torpedo, flying into the air high above the busy city. Exterior, lower rooftops. The frozen Batmobile drops to the safety of the rooftops on the other side of the abyss. Exterior night sky. Batman flips, angling down, whipping his cape open like the wings of a giant dark angel, riding the urban winds in a racing glide towards Freeze's truck below. Interior, Freeze's truck. Night. The shadow of the bat falls over the open cab of Freeze's truck. Uh-oh. Freeze POV, Batman cape extended, soars directly over the cab. Exterior Freeze's truck, Batman smashes through the glass driver's dome, wrenching Freeze out of the cab and soaring towards exterior lower rooftop. Batman lands, standing in the moonlight, a stunned Freeze rolling out of his cape, diamonds still in hand. I'm putting you on ice. Exterior, Wayne Manor, night. The moonlit mansion sits on its clifftop perch above the river, push in as a portion of the cliff burns away to reveal interior, Batcave, night. Bruce and Dick argue. I could have made the jump. You could have splattered your brains on the side of a building. This is no partnership. You're never going to trust me. Trust to you. You can't even keep your head on the job. All you could think about was poison ivy. You just can't stand the fact that she might have wanted me instead of you. That's your idea of friendship, isn't it, Bruce? You have to have everything. Your house, your rules, your way or the highway. It's Batman and Robin and not Robin and Batman. I'm sick of it. Dick is right up at Bruce's face. Yes, it's my rules. My rules that keep us alive. And if you want to stay in this house and on this team, you'll abide by them. Interior, Alfred's quarters, night. Alfred is completing a cassette tape. I've tried every address I know for you. I'm praying this reaches you. We have very little time. Alfred puts the tape in an envelope. A knock. Bruce enters. Congratulations on your apprehension of Mr. Freeze. Batman monopolized the evening news. Thanks. Oh, but the billionaire seems anything but celebratory. Is there something wrong, sir? Alfred, am I pig-headed? Is it always yes. my way or the highway? 
You could at least hesitate oh, well, first. <laughs> at least make it seem like it's a hard question to answer. Well, yes, actually. Death and chance stole your parents, but rather than becoming a victim, you've done everything in your power to control the fates. For what is Batman if not an effort to master the chaos that sweeps through our world and attempt to control death itself? Bruce, POV. Out the window, young Bruce and Alfred lay wreaths on a windy grave. Alfred puts his arm around the boy and holds him close. Back to the scene. But I can, can't I? But I can't, can I? Whoops, that's that's a completely different <laughs> meaning. But I can't, can I? <laughs> no, my boy. I'm afraid none of us can. Interior, Wayne Manor Garage, night. The competition bike's headlight goes out. Wider. Barbara walks the bike. Okay, that is, that's such a bad spelling of stealthily. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> Who puts the H before the L? <laughs> I yeah, think it totally. was written by a human because AI couldn't come up with that word. Yeah, but I knew spell check existed in the earliest iterations of Microsoft Word. Come on, back there, into the garage. There is a history here with with a lot of these scripts having either just weird misspellings or and you sometimes you just got to roll with it and then think sure. like, I, it's weird. A hand touches her shoulder. Barbara moves fast, flipping the assailant over her shoulder in an expert judo move. She spins to face dick this is a, a pg-13 related movie guys come on lord in every sense of the word barbara's demeanor <laughs> suddenly changes all schoolgirl politeness oh i'm so sorry i've never seen anything like it so massive i just took it out for a spin i do hope i didn't inconvenience you oh yes the outfit uh, for a, a costume party just trying it out. One never knows how leather will wear. Judo lessons at school, you know. All the rage, really. I suppose they've taken better than I thought. Again, my greatest of pardon. She's gone before Dick has a chance to speak. He stares after her. All is not as it seems in Wayne Manor. Exterior. Arkham Asylum. Night. Moonlight illuminates the familiar castle out of nightmare interior Arkham Asylum corridor. Several armed guards are rolling a giant sub-zero refrigerator on a gurney. The door chained and padlocked shut. Freezes jammed inside, face visible through the torn-off freezer compartment door. You're the common cold, and we're the cure. Welcome home, Frostface. <laughs> yeah, allow me to break the ice. My name is Freeze. Learn it well. It is the chilling sound of your doom. Interior Arkham Asylum, Freeze's cell, night. Glowing rings on the floor and ceiling project a shimmering column of snowing cold. Two guards dump a suitless Freeze out of his Frigidaire prison onto the floor and begin dragging him into the cold field. Freeze throws off the guards in a sudden fury, smashing one in the head with closed fists, kicking the other in the face. He rushes for the door mistake. As his body passes out of the hypothermic field, he tumbles to his knees, his skin turning gray as he begins to wither and die. <laughs> Look at him stew. How do you like your bad guy? Medium or well done? The guards stand over him, laughing as he crawls back over the filed threshold. His color begins to return to normal. <laughs> Get used to it. You're going to be here a very long time. 
Freeze looks up at the guard who stands now at the wall's sink, washing his hands. A beat. Then Freeze smiles. I'm afraid not. You see, the means of my liberation is in my hands. Sadly, you will not live to see it. Exterior, Gotham Alley, night. The entrance to an abandoned Turkish bathhouse. Scotty, you ever seen a grown man? <laughs> I had to say, Ivy and Bane approach a boarded up portal. Bat face and bird brain turned out to be more resistant to my love dust than expected. No matter, I'll give them a stronger dose. Next time, they'll literally be dying for me. Bane smashes through the wooden boards with joined fists, two by four splintering like balsa. They disappear inside. Interior, Blossom Street Turkish Baths, night, abandoned. Mid-Eastern furniture crumbles. Slaves and sycophants cover the walls, weeping color. That That's that's about the most poetic line I'll get out of this script. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I mean... We charm. That's when the shadows in the cave begin to move. One slips across the doorway. More appear on all sides, encroaching. I minus one figure steps into a column of moonlight pale the toughest of urban predators there are a gang but these are a gang of punks called the golems i'm gonna do it as golems but hello yourself i love this place i hope the price to sell loves you you look good enough to eat Oh, that I am. Come and get me if you can. The golems close <laughs> in. <laughs> Ivy slams the, act- the activation stud on Bane's chest. Bane, close. Venom is pumped from his backpack through the tubes on his back into his skull. The golems attack, but Bane hurls them off like animals. Kick and beats them, tossing them into walls until the survivors race away. No, the pressure. Yeah, well, for the strong silent type, you are most persuasive. That's a redecorate. Uh, what is it? I can't redecorate. Redecorate? Decorate. I'm sorry, I couldn't see it. First, then the light is all wrong. My script's getting fuzzy. Hold on. Okay. Bane rips a hanging board from the ceiling. The old wooden planks tumbling to the floor. Sudden moonlight streaming in from above. Also, what is this floor? Bane stomps the floor, now revealing the dirt beneath. Oh, natural. Still always hankered for something down the water. Bane smashes a water main with his foot, irrigating the soil. Now old color, it took God seven days to create paradise. Ivy withdrew a handful of tiny seeds from Bane's satchel. Let's see if I can do better. Ivy drops the tiny plants on the ground. They begin to sprout into vines that spawn fast budding flowers. Bane, I've I've found a fellow who strikes my fancy. A cool customer, yes. Icy demeanor, no question. But I detect a certain rootless charm I may be able to use my use to my advantage. Interior, Wayne Manor. Living room, night. Candlelit. A table set for two. Alfred fills Bruce's wine goblet, walks away. His forehead beads with sweat. 
a man hiding pain. Bruce, POV. Across the table sits Ivy. She licks her lips. Bruce? Bruce blinks. Looks again. Not Ivy at all, but Julie. You're not even listening to me. What? I'm sorry. You were saying? We've been going out for over a year now, and... Okay, here goes. Bruce, I want to spend my life with you. Ivy this saunters is, up. This is the exact opposite of how my last breakup went. We've <laughs> <laughs> been going out for eight months. I don't see it going anywhere. I want to spend less time with you, Matt. That's literally, that's, that's pretty much what happened. So thank you. Thank you, Schumacher, for predicting the opposite of what's happening to me. Also, we are halfway through the script. Two more pages. Ivy saunters up behind Bruce, runs her hands down his chest. Bruce rises, shaking off the vision, goes over to Julie. Julie, I'm not the Marian kind. There are things about me you wouldn't understand. I know you're a dedicated bachelor, that you've had your wild nights. Wild doesn't exactly cover it. But there's nothing you've done under the cover of darkness I couldn't learn to understand. I wouldn't bet on that. I'm betting on you. You'll make someone a good husband one day, but I can't wait around forever. Don't answer now. Just think it over. Here's some food for thought. They kiss passionately. Bruce opens his eyes. He's kissing Ivy. He recoils, but it's only Julie before him looking up, puzzled. Who's Ivy? What? Best line coming up from Bruce. You just called me Ivy. Who's Ivy? I wish I knew. Interior, Batcave, Robin's costume vault, night. Over loud music. I wonder what he's playing, you know? Probably like My Chemical Romance or something. Various magazine covers of Robin. Dick is at his computer terminal, staring at a monitor. Is he just looking at pictures of himself? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, really? I was going to... Various magazine covers of Robin. Dick is at his computer terminal staring at... No, he's looking at a monitor, but he has various pictures computer, of himself. Various magazine computers of Robin Dick. Oh, wait, there's a period there. Yeah. A news photo of the Flower Ball survivors. Enhanced detail. 14 and 19. A corner of the screen is highlighted. The image expands. Ivy. Who are you? An alarm sounds. The screen suddenly changes to an image of Barbara climbing out of her window, rappelling down an exterior wall. Alert, hello! Unauthorized motion within specified parameters! Ah, gotcha! Dick is up fast, heading for the door. Interior, Wayne Manor Garage. Night. Minutes later. Barbara has donned her leathers once again. She mounts the competition bike, (laughs) kickstarts the engine, peeling out into the night. Dick rolls another racer out of hiding in the shadows, pulls on his racing. He, his racking helmet, his not his racing helmet. <laughs> Put the K in there. He kicks his engine and starts after her. Exterior, Gotham Alley, night. Groups of motorcycle gangs have gathered. Each is represented by a single racer. Leather clad, costumed, dyed hair. Pierced faces, boys and girls for whom speed is a drug. The streets at their home. Barbara pulls up her bike. What's the entrance fee? Hey, uh, 250. Barbara nods, hands the cash. Another biker, Spike, steps forward. 
Hey, babe, you got a handle? That's bad. Folks call me three jump. Wait, two dollars? Is it two hundred fifty or two dollars and fifty cents to get in? <laughs> no, it's, it's two fit like two dollars fifty cents. That's that's a steep entry fee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're the babe that won the tunnel run two nights ago. That was trike racing. This is the big time. Maybe you should ride my hog instead. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ask How about a side bet instead? As Spike and Barbara move in line beside the other racers, another helmeted racer emerges from the shadows to pay his entry fee, his face hidden by his helmet. Barbara can't see that it's Dick. The racers all helmeted are in their starting positions. Engines are revved. Banker raises a pistol in the air and fires. Bikers shoot into the street. Some go over the tops of cars, others across the tops of stoops. Barbara watches as a biker beside her careens into an exploding pile of trash cans. Two bikers are going neck and neck towards a racing truck. They split at the last instant, flying up off parked cars, then hit the ground, one spinning out, the other taking a position at the front of the pack. Barbara, Spike, two others hold the lead, leaving the rest in the dust. One of the bikers hits an oil skid, flies into a fireball. The finish line is a series of flashing yellow warning beacons atop the incomplete construction of a drawbridge in the near distance, and the race is now down to three. Barbara, Spike, and a third biker, all racing now onto the bridge, riveted steel beneath their wheels. The finish line is coming up fast, and just beyond the line of flashing cones, an abyss separating the two as yet unconnected sides of the bridge. The trick is to cross the finish line first, but not so fast that you can't break before going over the edge into the water below. Spike is trying to keep up, but he's coming up the finish line too fast for his taste. Crazy broad! He hits his brakes, slowing, falling out of position. Barbara looks across to see the racer on the other side, but Barbara can't see his face. But it's Dick. The finish line is coming up fast, and instead of braking, both gun their engines. The finish line, close. Barbara flies over the line, Dick a hair behind her, and then both shoot over the edge of the unfinished bridge, into the air, soaring high above the abyss. Dick's front wheel hits the metal roadway on the other side of the gap, spinning rubber catching steel. Barbara's front wheel hits the edge badly, rolling backward. Dick spins over his shoulder, sees what's happening. Barbara's bike is losing purchase, slipping backwards over the edge. Dick ditches his still-moving bike and helmet, rolling off on tucked shoulder, leaping towards the edge of As Barbara's bike finally slips, she and her hog tumbling downward towards the abyss. I know it's a name for a bike. I mean, it. it <laughs> Dick's jump sends him over the edge, hands extended, feet catching the lip of the bridge, hand grabbing Barbara's ankle, her bike plummeting beneath her as her helmet falls into the water below. Dick hangs by one foot, holding a dangling barber by her ankle. Aha, so this is where you hang out. Exterior, Gotham Bridge, night. Barbara stands in the background receiving her winnings from Banker and Spike. Dick writes his bike as she approaches. I could have made it, you know. I didn't need your help. Whatever you say, lady. It's all in the day's work for me. Barbara tries to hand Dick her winnings. This is to replace the bike I lost. I'll get you the rest. Keep it. Of course, Dick Grayson warded the fabulously wealthy Bruce Wayne. Why would you need a few hundred dollars? Hey, what's your problem? 
I guess the truth is, I'm not comfortable with the idle rich, even when they try to act like they're heroes. Dick pats the back of his seat. Well, you better get comfortable real fast, sister. We only got one bike, and it's a long walk home. Interior, Wayne Manor, garage. Dick and Barbara dismount. I started racing after my parents died. There was something about the speed, the danger, that took me out of myself. That made the hurt go away. You wouldn't understand. Wait, 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 wait. Is this Batman and Robin's attempt at character development? Yes. Are we getting exposition here? Except everybody's surprised. parents died. Yeah. Like, Ew. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like true. it. <laughs> it's so foreign to me. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure Man Mr. 3's parents died tragically too, so. Mm. Spare a thought for Man number 3. <laughs> oh. He's filling in the void by 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 bidding on on dating women with Mm -hmm. (laughs) flower-themed women with diamonds around their necklace. That's how he fills in that void. You wouldn't understand environmentalism. Oh, Oh. (laughs) you said filling the void. Now I'm just thinking of a line from Danny DeVito's Penguin from Batman Returns, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat it. Commence. Okay. Oh, Barbara, you'd be surprised. Street racing isn't exactly acceptable, uh, except, yeah. Street racing isn't exactly an acceptable major at Oxbridge. They kicked me out. It doesn't matter. I've won enough money to do what I've always dreamed. Just don't tell me you're hoping to run away and be uh, join the circus. Don't tell me what to do. They head towards the entrance to the house. Alfred has supported me my whole life. Now I'm going to pay him back. I'm going to liberate him from his dismal life of servitude. What are you talking about? Servants, masters, it's ridiculous. Alfred is the sweetest, most noble man alive, and he's subjugated all his life in dreams to someone else. As if Batman is just, like, torturing this man. I think Alfred's pretty content. (laughs) I hope he pays him well, I'm just saying. Oh, he doesn't need to pay him. He has a house. He has all of his amenities taken uh, care they of. They used to say that about slaves too in the Civil War. We went there. Saying. Just saying. That's fair. Interior Wayne Manor foyer walking continuous. Alfred and Bruce are like family. Paying someone to prepare your meals and do your laundry and clean your dishes? You call that family? Alfred's happy here. Happy. You honestly don't know, do you? You can't even see what's in front of your own eye. They've reached the main stair. Just one stair. Not not <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> stairs and are puzzled. They're staring at each other at the stairs. Look at us again. At how he's hiding the pain all the time. Can't you see it? Alfred, he's sick. And with that, Barbara disappears upstairs. Dick stares after her. Alfred's not sick. Bruce steps from the shadows. Sits now at the foot of the steps. He's dying, and I can't deal with it. But he's never said a word. You know, Alfred, he'd never say anything, but I can tell. Until you came along, Alfred was the only family I ever had. Without him, I don't know how I would have survived. He saved my life, Dick, and I've never told him. Talk to him, Bruce. There's nothing worse than losing someone without telling them how you feel. I'm scared, Dick. Maybe for the first time in my life. I'm really scared. <laughs> Interior. Ar- Arkham Asylum spelled this time with a C. Freeze's cell. Night. Freeze stands within 
the anti-thermic field. Crafting a tiny ice sculpture of his wife, he lifts the miniature gearworks from an alarm clock, places the ice sculpture atop of it, the statuette beginning to turn. He covers the figure with a drinking glass. Hey, Icehead, you got a visitor. Wire. A guard stands by the door. Your sister's here to see you. Freeze. Close. He's puzzled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is this, Star Wars? What do you mean, I, sister? What? The second guard enters, followed by a woman in a cloak. None other than Poison Ivy. Interior Arkham lockup, night. A tiny basement room with a single barred window where prisoners' effects are kept. Mannequins display familiar costumes. Jokers, the Riddlers, freezes. A guard sits against the wall watching TV. Suddenly, two fists smash through the cement wall and grab the chair, wrenching the seated guard through the wall in a storm of dust. Bane enters, walks to Freeze's suit. Interior Freeze's cell. The two guards stand by the console as the door seals behind Pam. Don't mind us, ma'am. You can converse freely. But Pam isn't interested in Freeze. Instead, walks to the guards. Oh, I don't mind you at all. Pam begins a saunter around the room, shedding her cloak to reveal her skin-tight ivy costume. You're not that attractive. Pretty average, I'd say, but your fantasies aren't average, are they? Interior Arkham Hallway. Hallway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Over alarms. The hallway within the hallway? Yeah, really. Bane, rolling Freeze's suit in a shopping cart, barrels down the hallway, knocking guards and doctors into walls. Interior Freeze's cell. Pam sauntered has brought her back to the two mesmerized guards. Man, the most absurd of all gods creatures, we give you life and we take it back just as easily. She holds one guard's chin in each hand, leans in to kiss them. What if I told you one kiss from the from me would kill you? Right. <laughs> Whatever. I really am to die for. She kisses the first one, then the other. They choke <clears throat> and fall dead. Impressive. Well, I most abdominal snowman, abominable snowman, have been impressed by you. In fact, I proposed to Perry. <laughs> where is there a D in that word? Point to me where the D I, is I, in that I, word. Put one in. I'm like fucking abdominal. <laughs> like abdominal. I mean, if, maybe he's shirtless. Maybe his abs are showing. You never know. Maybe he's got rippling abs. Thunderous rippling abs. <laughs> you see how like strong he is, just like beating exactly. the shit out of the guards. Okay, he's I'm an sorry. abominable. He's an abominable <laughs> snowman, and you know it, Sebastian. Okay. You know he's got the abs. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just you so funny. It. It's but... so funny. <clears throat> I think Travis was in the right here. He was yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, did you, okay, let's cool. Let, let's cool it for now. There's someone I want you to meet. The other snowman. Ivy presses a button and the door slides open. Bane runs in, wheeling Freeze's suit. Ivy seals the door behind him. Ah, laundry service that delivers. Bane wow. rolls the cart across the cryonic field. Freeze begins to dress. I love that belt. What are you, about a 50 big and tall? I always go size slim. Uh, whoa, sorry. I always go a size smaller. Makes me look slimmer. You know, milk Free is for babies. Freeze, POV, his watch-like status display shows his power supply, dangerously low, auxiliary power only. Freeze opens his sleeve compartments, empty. They've confiscated my generator diamonds. 
I'm running on empty. The shouts of approaching guards. The flame of a laser torch begins to cut around the side of the front door. Ivy hits the venom pump. Bane lifts his fists and tries to sh- to shash. What? It's not a word. <laughs> God. Uh, all right, God, to smash the far wall. It doesn't break. Not good. The shouts of more guards coming down the hall. Freeze reaches for his holster. Empty. No gun. How disarming. I wonder if I can get a cell with a view of the gardens. Dear Daisy, don't despair. Freeze walks to a sink set into the cell wall. He turns on the water. Freeze cracks his gauntlet seal, cryogas hissing out. When in Massachusetts, always winterize <laughs> your pipes. <laughs> freeze aims the gas jet at the, the spigot. Pipes around the room begin to freeze, bulging with the cold, frozen water within them, splitting metal, rushing towards, cracking the stone wall. Exterior, Arkham Asylum, night. The wall of Freeze's turreted isolation tower begins to crack. Interior, Arkham Asylum, Freeze's cell. The wall has split apart, revealing the night beyond. Bane, Ivy, and Freeze look down at the rushing river far below. I hate heights. The cell door flies off its hinges. You'll hate prison more. The three villains jump. Exterior, Arkham Asylum, night. Three tiny figures plummet towards the fast-rushing waters below. Interior, Wayne Manor, night, walking. Bruce walks with Alfred through the old house, shutting out lights. Are you well, old friend? Alfred stops, stares into his his charge's eyes, then turns away. I am as well as can be expected. Alfred, I know you're sick. I can get you the best doctors. I've seen the best doctors... A gentleman does not discuss his health. It's not civilized. I hope I've taught you at least that much, young man. That's language of the oppressors! (laughs) Bruce bites back with a bitter smile. He knows better than to push him when he's like this. Have you ever regretted your life working here, Alfred? Attending to heroes? No, sir. My only regret is that I was never able to be out there with you. Not all heroes wear masks or capes. Yeah, I was going to say, they, 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 messed, up the, wrong. It's they, they messed up the line, yeah. <laughs> Alfred smiles. Alfred, if I've never told you, I just wanted to say. Yes? Bruce looks away, fighting tears, unable to say the words. Bruce POV. Out the window, a young Bruce plays hide-and-seek with Alfred, the old butler gone behind a hedge, and then back again. Back to scene. Ooh. Freeze has escaped. Out the window, the bat signal shines in the night sky. Interior limo, night, filled with flowers. Bane sits at the wheel, Ivy and Freeze in back, watching the snowy cones ice cream factory, surrounded now by a police perimeter. My reserves are exhausted. I must have the gems that power my suit. You are looking- Travis, where are you? I'm right here. You are looking unseasonably hot. Let's go inside and grab your rocks. The Batmobile screeches up. Batman and Robin race inside. In my weakened state, I'm no match for the bat and the bird. You leave Batman and Robin to be. Freeze looks skeptical. Ivy smiles seductively. Trust me. Vegetable magneticism. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, I would have my diamonds and Sebastian dies in laughter. You and Meatloaf and that guy over there will bring my wife to your lair. She's frozen in 
Hold it. You never say anything about a wife frozen or otherwise. Freeze moves fast, grabbing her neck, smashing her against the seat back. Bane moves in, but Ivy shoes him off with a gesture. You will rescue my wife. Okay, okay. Miss Ivy to the rescue. Now where do I find your brittle bride? Interior freezes lair. Police tagged and tapped. Batman and Robin examine Freeze's lab. Commissioner Gordon enters, drops a video disc in the console player. There's no sign he came back here after the escape. We pulled this off the surveillance cameras at Arkham. Monitor close. The three villains daring aerial escape. Batman hits a switch. The image of Ivy fills the screen. He's definitely not a part of this. It's weird. For a while, Ivy was all I could think about. But then... I know. The feeling just vanished. I can't believe we're fighting over a bad guy. Bad? Yes. Guy? No. Wow. Wow, 90s. Okay. (laughs) Some horrible writing. (laughs) This is one majorly beautiful, evil person. I'm totally over here. Positively. Me too. Great stems, though. Um, mm-hmm. definitely. Let's let's just objectify a plan. Batman has gone to the walk-in freezer, examines a wall of food. He lifts a frozen oriental dinner. <laughs> what? <laughs> the secret vault swings open? How did you... Open sesame. Chicken. <laughs> this is a badly written movie. This is bad. Interior freezes vault. Batman and Robin enter, examine Nora Freeze in her sarcophagus. He's still alive. He's adapted his freezing technology to reverse McGregor's syndrome. He's even found a cure for the early stages of the disease. Can he save her? No. Her case is too advanced. But maybe someday, with more research. Fairy-like spirals begin winding through the room. Batman and Robin, both dazed, follow the dust through a snaking passage, wrench open two service doors to reveal interior snowy cones factory industrial basement. Bane stands atop a staircase overlooking an industrial basement crisscrossed by catwalks above giant mixing vats and conveyor belts. He hits a switch and the machinery whirs to life. No beauty, just the beast. Batman rushes the monster. Bane sideswipes him, sending him flying off the stairs towards the basement below. Robin uses Batman's distraction to smash into Bane's chest. Robin bounces off, landing hard atop the landing. Ouch. Anyone at home like you? The two begin to fight atop the stairs. Interior Snowy Cone's ice cream factory. The front doors below open. Gordon and the cops stare up to face Mr. Freeze, standing atop the steps. I hate uninvited guests. The cops race up the stairs towards Freeze. He pulls a lever marked coolant gas. Vents around the room begin to hiss blue freezing gas. Interior Snowy Cone's industrial basement. Batman has landed in a giant ice cream maker. He rolls clear of the giant stirring arm, flipping out of the vat to face Poison Ivy. She smiles, blows a handful of dust into his face. I must confess... The combination of heroic daring do and anatomically correct rubber and soup puts fire in a girl's lips. She leans in to kiss him. Batman stares a beat, shakes it off. Why do all the gorgeous ones have to be homicidal maniacs? Is it me? Batman POV. Bane is spinning Robin over his head. Batman races up the steps toward his partner. 
interior snowy cones factory. The cops are fighting through the hissing coolant gas towards Freeze at the top of the stairs. Freeze reaches for another lever. Why don't you... Yeah, making sure I wasn't muted. Oh no. Why don't you boys slip into something more comfortable? The icy steps close, snap into a steep curving ramp. Freeze punches the lead cop, the lead cop backwards into his shivering cohorts, the police tumbling in a slipping pile down the floor below. Interior, industrial, basement, top of stairs. Bane hurls Robin down the steps. Batman smashes into Bane, both falling off the platform, taking their fight to a catwalk below. Interior, basement, floor. Robin stands. Behind him, a giant miller's wheel carries planks of wood through a chopper and backs up as pallets of popsicle sticks. Her pretty birdie. <laughs> Does that say here instead of no, her? No, no, it's supposed to be hey, pretty birdie, but again, oh, yeah. yeah. Robin, yeah, you're fine. Robin spins to face Ivy. She blows a pile of dust into his face. She begins advancing, backing him towards the chopper blades. Give it up. If you threw yourself at you, Polly want to kiss? She leans in, lips pursed. On the catwalk overhead, Bane's mighty blows back Batman towards the edge of the catwalk. Robin looks from Ivy to Batman, grabs a strut on the miller's wheel, the giant cog lifting him up towards the catwalk and his partner. I must be losing my touch. Interior, Snowy Cones Factory. Freeze is striding through the mists towards his diamond vault. More cops rush him from the hissing gas. Freeze moves like lightning, whipping billy clubs from the holsters of two police, using them like disconnected nunchucks, knocking the cops unconscious in a flurry of slams and jabs. Stick around. A cop hits the wall. Beside him, a button reads, Emergency Heat. He slams the stud, filaments coming to life, the room glowing red. Freeze's watch begins to flash. No power. Interior catwalk. Bane kicks Batman off the edge of the catwalk as Robin leaps onto the villain. Robin and Bane begin fighting again. Interior conveyor belt. Batman lands on his back on a moving belt that is feeding ancient tubs of ice cream into a clown-shaped flash freezer. Ivy jumps atop the Cape Crusader, their faces close. You bring the animal in me. You bring uh, you bring out the animal in me. That's what I meant. <laughs> I should have brought my leash. Enough sweet talk. With that, Ivy blows another handful of dust into Batman's face. Ivy licks her lips, leans in for a kiss. At the last second, Batman averts his face, wrenching Ivy to the floor just ahead of the clown's freezing maw. You're going to jail. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's why every Poison Ivy action figure comes complete with. What? They said this in the movie? Yeah, they say this in the movie. It's so stupid. Bane stands atop a giant storage vat, a dazed Robin hanging in his hand. Bane tosses the boy aside, slide feet first down a conveyor belt, and double fists Batman, crushing, crashing into the wall. Did they actually come with a... They should have actually done that. Packaged them together. I'm more. I'm still reeling over the double fisting Batman. Have that image. I'm off to find Bachelor Number Two. Try not to make a mess when you die. Interior Snowy Cones Ice Cream Factory. The room is growing even hotter. Freeze staggers towards his diamond vault. His flesh turning gray. 
with his left turning ray. Oh, excuse me. I also uh, I also forgot to mention to freeze stagger just one towards his diamond vault, his flesh turning ray with his last strength. Freeze wrenches open his safe, filling his sleeve power compartments with diamonds, his color returning. Ah, chilled to perfection. Freeze hits his watch, the villain now suddenly encased in ice. Wider. The cops are warming back into action. Draw guns, fire. Bullets bouncing off Freeze's armor of ice, ricocheting into the walls. Superman, eat your heart out. Freeze starts towards his weapons locker. Interior industrial basement. Bane smashes Batman into the wall, advances. At the last second, Batman fires a bat club, hitting Bane in the head, stunning him. Batman POV. Ivy is closing in on Robin. Interior Snowy Cone's ice cream factory. The cops rush Freeze. The villain whips a small icing jewel from his weapons locker. The floor glows, suddenly covered with ice. The cops begin slipping on the glassy floor in classic Keystone style, (laughs) ending up sprawled on their backs. Freeze stands, pulsing with power, this icing cannon now under one arm. He lifts his pistol in his free hand, points at the police. All right, coppers, freeze. He fires. Interior industrial basement. Ivy has Robin up against a giant vat. Stop living in the shadow of the big bat, bad bat. You don't need him. You deserve your own legend, your own bright shining signal in the sky. Let me guide you. Let me touch you. Kiss you. Can't resist. About to kiss her. A tiny batarang hits his cheek. That's quite the euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the victim at the airport. Toxins introduced through the mouth. What are you talking about? Why is she so desperate to kiss us? I'm betting her lips are poison. Either that or we're just damn gorgeous. Yep, poison kiss? You have some real issues with women, Batman. You know that? You just couldn't stand she was about to kiss me. Couldn't stand that something might be mine and not yours. Could you? Robin shoves him harder still. In frustration, Batman delivers a fantastic roundhouse, sending Robin Holy smashing shit, into Batman. a wall. <laughs> Damn. Batman Pretty tries to help Robin. <laughs> Robin shrugs him off and stands. Oh, Ivy's right. I don't need you, Batman. I'm going solo. I want my own signal in the sky, too. Batman looks around. Ivy and Bane are gone. What's happened? How did they get away? Where'd he come from? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd he come from? But he's arriving. Cape, he's arriving. Cape, he's arriving. But the Cape Crusader doesn't have an answer. Interior, Freeze's hidden chamber. Ivy enters through the snaking passage. She turns to face Freeze's wife, still in her frozen sarcophagus. So sorry, Miss Bridgidaire. I'm just not good with competition. Ivy pulls the main she power switch. Fridigare. Fridigare? Wait, no. Fridigare. Oh, you're right. They swapped the letters. I did. <laughs> Fridigare? No, no, you actually got that yeah, one I, right. No, I, good. I, Something else in there. Yeah, I don't know. No, you know what? You sounded it phonetically. That's good. (laughs) Ivy pulls the main power switch. Status lights flash red. Interior blossom street Turkish baths. Dawn. 
transforms. What's it with this movie in Turkish baths? My God. <laughs> Sunlight streams in through the broken ceiling. The ground thrives in our rich garden. Ivy enters, strolls through the gardens into a small anteroom where Freeze sits over his freezing engine, having zapped the walls with his pistol. The room, now a world of ice. Make yourself right at home. Where is my wife? There was nothing I could do, Batman. My wife? She's dead. My wife, Maria, you lie! Freeze lunges for Ivy. Bane steps between them. Mistake. (laughs) Freeze hurls him across the room. Ivy stills Bane with a gesture. I'm sorry. Ivy reaches up. He's stronger than Bane. What the hell kind of retcon is this? (laughs) (laughs) I just love how some of the paragraphs that say mistake, it's like it's a fan fiction. Like you can hear the inner thoughts. It's like that was a mistake, you know, like crowds cheer. Obama is there kind of thing. You know, it's like you're seeing like an inner monologue. Ivy reaches up, holding the snowflake necklace between her and the looming freeze. Freeze stops, takes the chain in his hand. Their bones will turn to ice. Their blood will freeze in my hands. Kill them, of course, but why stop there? Why should only Batman and Robin die while the society that created them goes unpunished? Ivy lifts the frozen Gotham bobble off the ice table, turns it over in her hand absentmindedly. Freeze stares at her. Oh no, I lost my place. What am I looking for? Oh, there we go. Yes. Shall we play the world for set? Replay the world? Okay, fine. I'll replay it. You know, it's like a DVD player. <laughs> For sentencing me to a life without the warmth of human comfort, I will blanket the city in endless winter. First Gotham, and then the world. Just what I had in mind. Everything dead on Earth except us. A chance for Mother Nature to start again. Plants and flowers are the oldest species on the planet, yet they are defenseless against man. Sorry, hon, this is for science. Behold the dawn of a new age. From the canisters labeled Project Gilgamesh, Ivy removes a savage, otherworldly plant with hissing fangs. I have created a race of plants within the strength of the deadliest animals. Once you have frozen mankind, my mutants will overrun the globe. The Earth will become a brave new world of only plants, and we shall rule them. For we will be the only two people left in the world. Adam and Evil. Freeze lifts the Gotham bauble, holds it on his palm, his gauntlet glowing blue, tiny Gotham freezing. He crushes the city. You will distract the bat and the bird while I prepare to freeze Gotham. Can't we just ice them all along with the rest of the citizenry? What? (laughs) Citizenry? (laughs) They they, could have just said citizens, honestly. (laughs) What's with this? Yeah. That is far too merciful. Batman will watch his beloved Gotham perish. Then I will kill him. As a team, the Dulcy duo protect each other, but the Robin is young and pendious if I could get him alone. <laughs> One kiss and you could lift the mask from his lifeless face. The secret identities would be revealed. But how best to bait a, a, a bird? A bird? It says bird, but it's a bird. <laughs> The way to a boy's heart is through his ego. What strapping young hero could resist his very own single? Inspired, Miss Ivy. I'm hungry. I think I'll have poultry because, yeah. 
<laughs> Interior, Wade Manor, upstairs hallway, evening. Barbara and Dick stand talking to a doctor. It's stage one of McGregor syndrome. I'm sorry. All we can do is make him comfortable. Push in through a partially open door in the background. Interior, Wayne Manor, Alfred's room, evening. Alfred lays on his bed, Bruce in black tie, kneels beside him. I've spent my whole life trying to beat back death. What good are all my heroics now, if I can't save you? Everyone dies, Master Bruce. There's no defeat in that. Victory comes in fighting for what we know is right, while we still live. Bruce looks past Alfred. There in the adjacent suite, a young Alfred finishes reading to a young Bruce. Shuts out the light. Back to scene. I love you, old man. Remember this, and remember it always. I'm proud of you. And I love you too, son. Kiss me, you fool! They, they, they actually do kiss in the movie. I think it's like on the forehead or something. I don't know, but they, they embrace here, I guess. Interior, Wayne Manor, foyer. The doorbell is ringing. Dick follows Bruce downstairs, the billionaire donning his coat. Uh, McGregor syndrome. That's what Freeze's wife had. Yes, but Alfred's condition is less severe. Freeze's research says he cured a case like Alfred's. It just doesn't say how. I checked the medical database. No one else is even close. I'm late for the dedication. Then I go after Freeze and Ivy. Alone. Oh, like hell you do, Bat. Dick, don't push me right now. What? No one can capture Ivy but the big bad Bat. Crap! You just want her for yourself, don't you? Answer me, damn it! <laughs> yes. Yes, I want her so badly I can taste it. <laughs> That's the whole point. Look at us. Orphans. Isolated. Obsessed to the exclusion. Obsessed to the ex- What? Obsessed to the exclusion of life, love, and family. Come on, live, oh. laugh, love. <laughs> Obsessed to the exclusion of life, love, family. We're perfect targets. She's done something to us. Got us fighting over her somehow. Hail the all-knowing Bruce Wayne. Here's what I know. She loves me. Not you when it's driving you crazy. It's why you stopped us from kissing. Because if you can't have her, nobody can. You've clouded your mind. You're not thinking straight. Oh, but I am. For the first time in a long time. I'm through living your shadow. All that ends right now. Dick walks away. Bruce stares after him. The bell rings again. No one's answered the door? The front door <laughs> swings open. Julie enters. A limo sits out front. I've been ringing forever. Where's Alfred? But Bruce doesn't answer. Interior, Wayne Manor, Alfred's quarters, night. Barbara stands over the old man. I'm so sorry. I was too late. Too late for what, dear child? I came to give you your freedom. A chance to live the life you choose. The same gift you gave me. I've been a part of the greatest adventure ever known. Ever known? Ever known. I've found purpose here and the family I could never have. Alfred smiles, is hit by a sudden wave of pain. <laughs> you must <laughs> do something for me. Alfred takes her hand and puts an envelope in her grasp. Find my brother Wilfred. Give him this. I have duties he must fulfill in my stead. Only family can be trusted. What is that? 
is the hearts of two good men whom I have the honor of calling son. Take it, child, but I implore you, never open it. You look so like your mother. And with that, his eyes close. Um, Uncle Alfred! <laughs> Interior, Gotham Observatory, night. A black tie gala celebrating the telescope unveiling. Pamela Isley stands in the center of the room, alone. Her drab outfit and demeanor make her anything but a conversation magnet. That's harsh. <laughs> Bruce and Julie enter, smiling through the storm of flashbulbs and a crowd of press, being greeted guests. Being greeting guests. Commissioner Gordon be steps away. greeting guests. Oh, begin. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Beginning <laughs> greeting guests. Commissioner Gordon steps away reaches for champagne off a try not a tray a try have i i've always wondered off this try where does that big old bat light come from pamela stands before gordon she flips open a compact blows a pile of love dust the tiny swirl catching the cop in the face a bit more hitting bruce who stands behind the commissioner gordon close stunned and suddenly in love on top of police headquarters. Pam takes Gordon's arm, leads him like a puppy into an alcove. i just love to see it, but you probably don't have access. Why, I'm commissioner of police. I have the keys right here. Bruce, still standing with Julie amidst the press and well-wishers, seems suddenly distracted, begins looking around the room. As if summoned by an inaudible call, Bruce peels away from a perplexed Julie begins searching the crowd, a man on a quest. Pam has Gordon against the alcove wall. Her fingers slip into his pockets. On second thought, you're way too old for me. She pushes a stunned Gordon away, spins, heads toward the door, tossing something in her hand. Gordon's keys. A hand grabs her. Pam spins to face Bruce Wayne. Dr. Isley, it's like I could feel you in the room. You're enchanting, gorgeous the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. If you're, um, free this evening. So weird to read that. Bruce, what are you doing? I think, he's, ask- dick. I think he's asking me on a date in an awkward, stammering sort of way. I've heard of commitment, anxiety, but this is insane. You're not really propositioning another woman right in front of me, are you? Well, well, d- d- define propositioning. Press has noticed the conflict. Now surrounded Bruce. Now surround Bruce, Julie, and Pam. Make a choice, Bruce. Her or me. Oh, that was my mistake. Well, uh, um, her. You're right. I get it. You're not the marrying kind. You've made your point. Goodbye, Bruce Wayne. Physical perfection, charm, and wealth tossed over for a dowdy spinster. How do you explain your behavior? Uh, I can't. But perhaps tonight, over dinner, I've just had an opening. Maybe your witless playboy persona works on every bimbo du jour, some French thing, but I am not the least. <laughs> no, you actually got it right. Du jour. I did. I did. That's why I said. <laughs> Interesting. titillated by your attention so back off or I'll have you in court quicker than you can spell sexual harassment <laughs> why are they now just suddenly addressing sexual harassment no <laughs> what was this mean again it, it, it was like it was like Joel Schumacher directing this and he's like oh man we should probably have like 
yeah we should probably like you know emphasize that we know what's going on like have one line in there wider folks are staring murmur to each other bruce is chagrined does that mean dinner's a nope <laughs> pam has already pushed past him out the door it's just i sort of kind of love you interior blossom blossom treat for turkish bats <laughs> freeze his chamber freeze stands putting on his suit he snaps his fingers a legion of ice men step out of the swirling mists freeze lifts his freezing engine bundle up boys there's a storm coming freeze and his battalion head into the night Exterior, police headquarters, roof, night. A giant door swings open. Bane and Ivy emerge onto the roof. Let there be light. Bane walks to the dormant bat signal, tears it from its shackles. Interior, Wayne Manor, Barbara's room, night. She sits, turns Alfred's envelope over in her hand, a long beat. She withdraws a single silver CD. Only family can be trusted. Barbara slides the disc into her computer. Uh-uh-uh, no bitch, access denied, protected files. Perhaps you didn't give me your genes, but you gave me your heart. Barbara begins hacking the disc, <laughs> trying to break the code. She, yeah, they, te- they teach that at university, too. Interior, Wayne Manor, hallway, night. Bruce, still in his tux, enters, sits at the main back computer console, distraught. Starting into the darkness of the cave, not staring. A younger Alfred stands with an adolescent Bruce working together it's over time. the original. They've done this! Working together over the original Batsuit prototype. Bruce, close. As the images dissipate to memory. Alfred, old friend, I could really use your help right now. Right here, sir. Bruce spins, stunned. A monitor flickers into life. The words computer simulation flash under an image of Alfred. I anticipated a moment might arrive where I became incapacitated. As such, I programmed my brain algorithms into the bat computer and created a virtual simulation. Bruce stares a beat. Then he smiles. It's good to see you. What seems to be the problem? Few casual misogyny. Women. <laughs> <laughs> that, sir, does not compute. First, Ivy had an intoxicating effect on both Tick and me. Tonight, my feelings spread to someone else. Specify, please. Pamela, I, I was so attracted to her I couldn't reason clearly. I still can't. She used to work for Wayne Enterprises. Find a file. Coming online now, sir. A spinning Isley appears on the monitor. What was her area of research? Study and report titles scroll up the side of the image. Advanced botany. DNA splicing. Recombinant animal plant patterns. Uh, pheromone extractions. Pheromones? Glandular secretions from animals. Scents that create powerful emotions. Fear. Rage. Passion. Of course. Find the photo of Ivy after the flower ball. A spinning ivy appears beside the spinning Isley. Uh, Isley, excuse me. Hmm. Instruct and resolve. Schematics of, schematics of various features, finger and retina prints, height, weight are highlighted and compared. All match. Zoom. Enhance. 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 Amazing what a good wig and contact lenses will do. And I thought Clark Kent got away with murder just wearing those glasses. Oh my God. Suddenly, Why are you referencing Clark here? 
<laughs> was it just the thing to do to, to be self-referential? Like, I get it. Oh, it's DC being DC, but this is like Marvel movie bad, you know? Like, without even having cross-references on, on screen. Uh, anyway, suddenly alert panels start flashing. Alarms sound. What is it? It appears, sir, that someone has stolen the bat signal. Interior, Wayne Manor, night. Barbara's still hacking away at the disc. Not hacking, oh, she's like, like, like with the knife. Max is accepted, yeah. bitch. You go. You go, girl. You did it. This better be one hell of a secret. She hits a key, girl bossing her way in. A pictures begin to reflect <laughs> in the dark of her eye. O-M-G. Exterior, Gotham Street. Freezes tracks, screech to a stop. Freeze and bane at the helm. No matter what they tell you, it's the size of your gun that counts. Pan up. <laughs> the giant telescope of the Gotham Observatory aims into the night. The camera <laughs> continues up to the heavens as the bat signal appears in the sky. Then, something amazing happens. The familiar beacon turns blood red, the shape within changing from a bat to bird. The Robin single spelled S-I-N-G-A-L, shines over Gotham. Interior, Batcave, night. The Robin signal, come on, it's literally two lines down, glows on the central monitor. Wider. Bruce stands in civvies. Civvies, wow, that's... (laughs) Talking to Dick, who is suiting up. I mean, that I recognize that. That's no bat light. It's a bird signal. It's a bird call. Her name is Pamela Isley. I saw her talking to Gordon. She must have stolen his keys, altered the signal. And she did it all for me, for love. She's infected us with some kind of pheromone extract. (laughs) Is that it, Bruce? I'm under some magic spell? She wants to kill you. You'd say anything to keep me away from her, to keep her for yourself. You once said to me that being part of a team means trusting your partner. That sometimes counting on someone else is the only way to win. Do you remember? Dick doesn't answer. You weren't just talking about being partners. You were talking about being a family. Hey. Well, part of our family is dying. I'm not going to lose everyone I've ever loved. So I'm asking you now, friend, partner, brother. Will you trust me, brother? Brother. (laughs) Interior observatory, tower platform. The scientist and his associate stand amidst the debris from the party testing the telescope. A tremendous smashing sound. On the floor below, Freeze and Bane enter. Hi. Hi, how are you? Sorry about the door. Is the party over? Bane begins pulling charges from his satchel and setting them around the room. Who the hell is this nutball? Freeze points up, fires a cryonic blast at him, turning him to ice. Oh yeah, that's me. That's Mr. Nutball to you. Half a set of bookends. (laughs) Yeah. You! Go like this. Freeze pantomimes the scientist's frozen expression of terror for the associate. The associate, terrified, imitates the Freeze's move. No, 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 no. Move your hands up. Higher. Higher. Now a hint more fear. Excellent. Freeze fires another blast, freezing the associate in the same position as the scientist. A matched pair. Sometimes I exceed even my wildest expectations. (laughs) Yeah. Freeze smiles at the mighty telescope. If revenge is a dish best served cold, 
and put on your Sunday finest. It's time to feast. Interior, Batcave, night. Dark, dormant. The automatic activation sequence engages. Ambient lights come on. Computers flicker into life. The giant Batmobile pedestal begins to rise, and on it, no car but a single figure standing now in the center of the cave. Barbara, eyes wide with awe. Barbara walks to the main terminal of the Bat computer, touches the console. The Alfred simulation appears on screen. Oh, Alfred? Spirit, I'm, I'm afraid. Boys need help. The image of Alfred stares at her a beat, then smiles. Your mother would be proud. Main screen close, flickers into life. Costume schematics turn. Forgive my being personal, dear girl, but I must know your size. Exterior. You program this shit. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, is this is this like AI or is this like pre-programmed brain algorithms? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, midichlorians, sure. Exterior, Blossom Street, Turkish Baths. Robin arrives the entrance to the dark baths, lush, <laughs> inviting, mysterious. He passes the giant bird signal chained to the door, the spotlight shutting out as he disappears inside. Interior, Blossom Street, Turkish Baths. Giant floral fans spin. Leaf curtains undulate. Fruits burst with color. In the center of the cave, a giant bed of buds. Ivy touches the buds, all instantly blossom. Is your thumb the only part of you that's green? Ivy looks up. A figure stands in the darkness. She smiles. You'll just have to find out. Ivy extends her hand. Robin steps out of the shadows. Interior Gotham Observatory, tower platform, night. Freeze attaches the icing engine to the telescope. Bane finishes laying his explosive charges and joins Freeze. Big family? Like pets? Don't talk much, do you? Freeze engages the engine. Suddenly, the entire pedestal is washed in a blue wave of freezing cryonic energy. Exterior observatory, night. The ambient ice wave spreads down, encasing the old structure. The nearby banks whiten, turning into snow cliffs, the river freezing into an icy channel. The observatory has transformed into a fortress of ice. Interior Batcave. A series of shots. Boots are pulled on. A slim utility belt locks. A cape whips over a lithe... Lithe? Lithe. Female back. Interior, Blossom Street, Turkish Baths. Ivy sits on the bed, draws Robin down beside her, faces close. I'm glad you came. I can't breathe without you. I want us to be together, but I need to know you're serious about turning over a new leaf. I need a sign. How about dangerous curves? Of trust? Tell me your plan. Kiss me and I'll tell you. Tell me and I'll kiss you. Freeze has turned the new telescope into a freezing gun. He's about to turn Gotham into an ice cube. Oh, I've got to stop them. One kiss, my love, for luck. Robin can't resist. They kiss. Ivy pulls back, holds his gaze. Bad luck, I'm afraid. It's time to die, little bird. What do you mean? Uh, you should have hidden your uh, pointy-eared pal. These lips can be murder. And you never loved me? Love you? I loathe your 
uh, bipedal arrogance, your animal superiority. My only joy is knowing that even now, my poison kiss is sucking the life from your ape-like face. I'm not saying I told you so. Ivy spins. From the shadows, a figure emerges. Batman. You're too late. Say bye-bye, birdie. Bye-bye, birdie. Sorry to disappoint you, but rubber lips are immune to your charms. Uh, Robin peels a rubber coating from his mouth. Ivy stares in dismay. Robin and I found the cure to your evil spell, and that's teamwork. Then she screams her rage. She shoves Robin into the lily pool. The boy wonder immediately tangled in the predatory vines. More vines wrench Batman hanging upside down to the ceiling, the stalks squeezing our heroes. Sorry, boys. My vines have little crush on you. Ivy begins leaping across the lily pads towards the exit. Gotta run so many people to kill so little time. The skylight explodes. The room fills with moonlight. A figure comes flipping down from above. Long cape, tall ears, black leather. Batgirl. You're about to become compost. Ivy and Batgirl begin a furious martial arts battle. Choreography to come. Because <laughs> we can't <laughs> do it over Zoom. I am smack dab in the middle of a good old-fashioned catfight. Batman pulls a bat knife, begins cutting himself free. Robin struggles to untangle himself from the aquatic vines. Batgirl is fighting Ivy, feet flying, hands moving like lightning. Oh god, this is so bad. Using feminine wiles to get what you want, trading on your looks, exploiting men's weakness for sex. Read a book, sister. That passive-aggressive crap went out in the 70s. Chicks like you gave women a bad name. She's so young in this. Like She's not even from the 70s. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, okay. Batman deftly slashes through his captor vines. Robin struggles, trying to free himself. Ivy gets the upper hand, backs Batgirl against the wall. As I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, this is one woman show. I don't think so. Batgirl grabs Ivy's hair, knocking her out with a knee to the forehead, <laughs> then back cuffs her. Batman cuts himself freed, dropping to the floor to face Batgirl. Robin pulls himself, dripping from the pool. But you are? Batgirl. That's not awfully PC. How about Batwoman? That person? It's me. Barbara, I found the cave. We gotta get those locks changed. She knows who we are. I guess we'll just have to kill her. Kill her later. We've got work to do. Three heroes race into the night. Interior, Gotham Observatory, telescope platform, night. Freeze stands on the platform, giant telescope in his hands. Approaching sires. I'm guessing that means siren. I don't know. No, it's just a bunch of fathers coming. Okay. <laughs> oh no, all those fathers, they're coming for me. One Adam 12. One Adam 12. See the mad scientist with the freezing ray. A squad of cruisers scream up the avenue towards the observatory, their bubble lights flashing. Adam 12. Wow, that's wow. Cops on the rocks, anyone? He fires a giant blue beam of cryonic energy at the street below. The cop cars become skidding, screeching cubes of ice. They shash into each other, explode into a pyre of raging flames. Police are so hot-tempered these days. Don't you agree, Mr. Bane? Exterior. 
<laughs> Exterior frozen riverbanks. A sleek one-man ice sail, the bat sled, blows out onto the frozen water. Robin is at the helm. A modified white Batmobile on rocket skis, the bat hammer, blasts onto the ice, falling in alongside the bat sled. Batman drops. A single-bladed rocket snow cycle, the bat blade, whips onto the ice, falling into the attack line. Batgirl helms the craft. The bat force blasts upriver towards the icy observatory. Interior, Gotham Observatory. Telescope platform, night. Telescope viewfinder, close. <laughs> the bat vehicles are visible through the lens. So bad. Ivy failed to unmask the dynamic duo. No matter. The bat and bird are mine at last. Watch, Batman, as your beloved Gotham freezes. And prepare to die, because you're next. Freeze points the telescope downtown. He fires. Exterior, Gotham Street, night. Folks walking their dogs, drinking on stoops, kissing against alley walls, because we all did that in high school. Mailboxes, lampposts, the pavement itself are all suddenly encased in glistening eyes. They're having a bad day. External observatory riverbanks, night. The bat alien approaches. Icemen, attack! Freeze's truck bursts through the mists, blasting down the frozen river on blades. Two pairs of icemen hanging from tail lines on skis, machine guns blazing. Interior. That's bat <laughs> No, it's fine. No, we have to set up the establishing shot. Otherwise, how would you know that it's night? <laughs> Inside the bat hammer. Yeah. <laughs> alpha. Batman peels left. Exterior, bat sled, night. Alpha, roger. Robin peels right. Exterior, Batblade, night. We get it. It's not daytime. Alpha, got it. What the hell is Attack on Alpha? Exterior, Batslet, night. Robin is flying downriver. One pair of icemen sweep out alongside the truck, heading towards Robin's billowing craft, guns firing. Exterior, Batblade, Night. A second pair of skiing icemen whip towards Batgirl, their guns spitting rounds of shells onto the ice around her. Exterior, Freeze's truck. Side-mounted rocket launchers fire towards the Bathammer, blowing holes into the ice. Exterior, Bathammer. Batman maneuvers, managing to swerve around the sudden steaming pools. He guns the turbos, heading straight for the truck. Exterior, Batsled. The two Icemen bearing down on Robin release their tethers, converging on the bat sled, guns firing madly. Heck. Robin pulls the boom and the sail luffs. His boat suddenly changes course and the two skiers collide, flying onto the ice. Boy, I hope Freeze hired these guys by the dozen. Exterior, bat blade. The skies are closing. The skiers are closing fast. Batgirl hits a key and a status panel displays a menu of, a, of the bat blade's special modifications. Nice extra package. Panel. A nice extras package. <laughs> Panel close. Barbara selects a setting called Ice Cutter. The Batblade scythe peels back, revealing a sharper blade. And Batgirl uses her deft driving skills to spin and side skid, her blade sending a wave of frozen ice into the faces of the Icemen, the villains tumbling in backwards, somersaults across the ice. That's what I call a close shave. <laughs> Exterior. Bat Who is she hammer. making this choke to? <laughs> Get ready for more. Exterior. Bat hammer. Batman is shooting the center of the frozen river, heading straight for the ice truck. Its side guns blazing. 
Interior, bad hammer. Batman hits a control stud. Exterior, bad hammer. Two torpedoes shoot out of the bad hammer. Cha- cha- chassis? Chassis. Ch- chassis? Chassis. There we go. Chassis. Hitting the frozen river directly in front of Freeze's truck. Ice flying skyward in a tremendous explosion. Exterior, Freeze's truck. The driver can't swerve in time. The hole in the ice dead ahead. Exterior, freeze truck. The truck hits the steaming pool, flipping up, nose first, and begins to sink into the icy waters. Interior, bat hammer. Batman races past the sinking truck, Iceman crawling to safety. Think and drive. Exterior, frozen river. Under the pulse of Freeze's beams hitting the city, the bat vehicles fire turbos, closing in on the observatory. Interior, Gotham Observatory, telescope platform, night. Freeze tilts his gun down towards the frozen river below. Not so fast. Time you cooled your heels. Which heels? The ones that, like, help you or, like, the heels on your feet? (laughs) Spelled (laughs) H-E-A-L-S? Same thing. It's a a homonym. Freeze fires. No. Homophone? Homophone. Okay. Freeze fires. Exterior. Frozen river. Night. The frozen channel ahead of the Bat Force is hit by the freezing ray. A giant wall of rock-hard ice forms, blocking the river. Interior, Bat Hammer, night. Batman hits a console, stud-marked, emergency burn. Exterior, frozen river. The Bat Hammer engines roar, the Bat Hammer blowing straight through the frozen wall and an explosion of ice. The Bat Blade and the bat sled shoots up the face of the ice wall on either side of the bat hammer, soaring over the top of the mountain of snow. Bat hammer not all capitalized, by the way. Unlike bat blade and bat sled, exterior bat sled flying. Yowza! Nothing but air. No, no, it's Yusa. <laughs> you didn't Yusa. see the in there. <laughs> Nothing but air. Exterior bat blade flying. Na 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 Batgirl, Batgirl, Batgirl. Exterior frozen river. It's it's Batgirl, Baat girl, Baat girl. Two ace. The bat sled and the bat blade hit the ice, running, whipping, and alongside the speeding bat hammer. The bat vehicles blast toward the observatory. Interior observatory telescope platform. Night. Freeze stares at a monitor. The bat team is now below the observatory at the base of the giant ice cliffs. Mr. Bane, finish off the city. You, as they say in showbiz, are on. Take the boys and kill... Yeah, take the boys and kill the kids, but bring me the bat. A giant clock tower. Close. 11.59. We have 11 minutes to stop freeze and thaw the city. 11.49. (laughs) Pan down. Exterior, ice cliffs, night. Three tiny figures scale the ice using pythons and ropes. Push in. That's so easy. Prime fighting rule number one. Never say that. Why? The ledge above them. Suddenly, a score of ice-climbing thugs pour over the edge on ropes, sliding down, firing their guns madly. That's why. A shooter comes flying down the rope straight towards them, guns blazing. Robin swings wide on his rope, grabbing Batgirl, pulling her out of the line of fire, and they hit a snowbank and roll. Does this mean we're going steady? Why why would she say that here? I thought Robin would say that. Yeah, really. (laughs) Four figures land on the snow beside them. Icemen. 
guns drawn. Exterior, ice cliffs, night. Batman uses bat pythons to pull himself up onto a ledge just below the observatory. That's when another wave of icemen descend on him from the mists. Batman reaches for a batarang, a beat. Then he smiles. Let's do this the old-fashioned way. Batman leaves his batarang belted, begins wailing on the Iceman using only his hands and feet, flying back fists, and spinning roundhouse kicks felling the thugs one after another. Exterior ice cliffs, night. Robin and Batgirl move back to back, surrounded now by a band of Icemen. Robin notices a heavily cantilevered overhang of snow. Crime fighting rule number two. I'm afraid to ask. Be ready for anything. Robin puts his hands together and yells. Ah. The echo shouts up the hill, shoots up the hill. A tremendous rumbling comes back down, the overhang of snow dumping on several icemen. Robin does a standing backflip into the thugs behind him. Batgirl goes down, taking out several more with a deft leg sweep. Wow. Oh, oh, hold on. I got to make the sound effects. It's like pow. Wow. What? Kazow. Kazow. What exactly are you doing? I don't know. It just feels right. Batgirl and Robin begin fighting their way through the ice bin up towards the observatory. Interior, observatory, night. Batman pulls himself up onto the aperture ledge as Robin and Batgirl climbs in from the other side. The giant chamber is empty. The telescope still aimed at Gotham. No sign of the snowman. <laughs> Maybe he melted Batman. <laughs> Batman shoots a bat grapple into the ceiling, swings across the room, dropping two bat charges at the feet of the frozen scientists, continues his swing landing on the telescope platform. Batgirl and Robin swing onto the telescope platform to join Batman. The bat charges begin to glow, their radiating heat starting to melt the scientists. It's been more than 11 minutes. They're already dead. Yeah, it's been way more than 11 minutes here. (laughs) I hope you've got about 10 million more of those little toys. Batgirl points at the control console deck. 11.52. No, it's been three minutes. <laughs> well, no, they got fr- those guys got frozen a lot earlier. Yeah, no, I know. But <laughs> it's been three minutes. They've taken out like 50 guys. Oh, oh at this point, yeah. Yeah, 11.52. <laughs> Eight more minutes in a city pool of Gothamites or ice cubes forever. Sunlight can reverse the healing process, the freezing process. Sunrise isn't for another five hours. Here. Morning in the Congo. What <laughs> kind of line is that? Batman points to a screen showing a graphic representation of satellites in orbit. Oh, okay. If we could relay the sunlight from the other side of the equator, it'll take the satellites about a minute to realign, but damn, okay, bad. Damn, damn is not good. Those targeting mirrors are frozen, sunbeams won't work. Pull back to reveal two small mirrors sitting on the telescope barrel, both encased in ice. I'll set the telescope. You throw the mirrors. Batgirl and Robin race out into the te- onto the telescope, each pulling a laser from their utility belts. I love this belt. Can I get a matching handbag? Their lasers flare. Batgirl and Robin begin thawing the mirrors. Batman goes to the main console, begins work at the keyboard. Mm. Whoever thought Aunt Harriet's typing lessons would lead to this? <laughs> Exterior. Just speaking, teacher's typing. Exterior Earth. View from space. Satellite thrusters fire. The giant orbital mirrors begin to turn. Interior observatory. 
monitor close. Graphic satellites begin to adjust. Targeting flashes over a blinking graphic of Gotham. Gotham, a digital clock reads 11.54. Batman POV. As he aims the telescope, the skyline through the crosshairs is suddenly obscured by a blur as Freeze drops from the rafters onto the telescope, his face now visible in the targeting scope. Tonight's forecast. A freeze is coming. Freeze grabs Batman and hurls the caped crusader up over his head onto the telescope barrel, using his free hand to yank the telescope control joystick. The telescope tilts sharply downward. Batgirl and Robin tumble down the telescope barrel, rolling towards the lens and drop to the city below. Batman tumbles, rights himself, spins. Batman POV. Freeze is climbing towards the control console. Batgirl and Robin are rolling towards the end of the telescope. No way to get both. A beat. Batman rushes Freeze. Exterior observatory. Batgirl and then Robin tumble off the end of the telescope, dropping towards the city below. Interior observatory telescope platform. Freeze has reached the main telescope control and hits a switch. Monitor. Close. Graphic satellites blink red under the flashing message. Target lock disabled. Clock reads 11.56. Exterior, space. Thrusters quit as the satellites stop turning. Interior, observatory, telescope. Batman is struggling up the slope of the telescope towards Freeze. Freeze then pulls the control level. <laughs> control lever, <laughs> lever, excuse me. So focused, the telescope begins to tilt and spin madly, the ambient condensation creating an indoor snowstorm. Batman goes down, hanging from the telescope frame. External observatory. Batgirl is plummeting towards the city below. Robin is falling a couple of feet above her. He fires a bat tether over his head. Robin's grapple secures in a glacier-like overhang, and Robin reaches down for Batgirl as Batgirl reaches up towards him. Interior, observatory, telescope. Batman flips himself up onto the wildly spinning telescope, advancing on freeze, and the control console. Millions will die so you can save on air conditioning. Isn't that taking self-help a little too far? Freeze draws his pistol. We aim to freeze. Batman deflects the blast with his suit armor. Uh, that's new. Let's swing. Freeze smashes the control joystick to the stop. The telescopes spin, accelerating, swinging towards... The two scientists have finally melted. Stand drenched on the tower platform, the massive telescope now careening towards them. This just isn't my day. The telescope smashes directly into the tower platform, and the platform begins to topple. Up, up, and away. <laughs> How do I do you as, as the two platform falls, crashing onto the floor below. The two PhDs leap. That that's that's a new one. Landing safely on the swinging telescope, hanging on to the tensioning bar for dear life. PhDs rules. Freeze is thrown by the impact of the telescope hitting the tower into the telescope platform hall. His gun falling to his feet. External observatory. Oh, wait, it doesn't say it's nighttime. Who, who knows what time it is? <laughs> Robin's hand is inches from Batgirl's, the city coming up fast. Interior observatory, telescope control platform. Freeze is scrambling for his gun. Suddenly, a figure looms above him. Batman. 
Freeze draws. Batman kicks the gun out of his hand. The two begin to fight on the twirling platform, a battle of titans. You've turned Gotham to ice. You've endangered countless lives. I am. It's payback time. Batman knocks Freeze with a mighty punch, hurling him onto the back of the telescope. Batman turns towards the console, typing commands. Monitor, close, targeting. Graphic satellites flash flash green. Clock reads 11.58. The mirrors overhead open, beginning to glow with ambient sunlight. Freeze screams at the emerging light. Leaping onto Batman, sending the Caped Crusader sprawling onto the barrel of the telescope, he advances on the fallen bat. Free- Freeze kicks Batman hard in the face, the hero rolling down the telescope towards the opening in Gotham Beyond. External observatory. Robin grabs Batgirl's hand as Batgirl fires a batarang from her wrist. Robin's tether pulls taut, the boy wonder holding Batgirl, dangling over the city. I've got you. Robin's grapple rips free from the melting ice. Batgirl's grapple hits the metal roof above, holds firm. Robin's line tears free, Robin falling as Batgirl's tether pulls it, pulls tight, Batgirl now holding Robin dangling above Gotham. No, I've got you. She pulls him eye level. The two hang suspended face to face. Interior observatory, Batman is tumbling towards the open slat and Gotham below. He slows his fall, stopping on the barrel. Wow, Batman. Wider. The two scientists are clinging to to a targeting groove along the body of the barrel. I see you on TV. Batman, POV. Freeze is heading back to the control panel. Hmm. Nice to meet you. Can you give me any more height on this thing? The scientist reaches down to a red emergency lever. Going up? He pulls the lever and the telescope tilts straight up, sending Batman soaring into the air towards the dome above. Batman flips in midair, dives, smashing directly into Freeze, the villain crashing over the edge of the control platform and into the freezing engine. The mirrors overhead align, the beams of sunlight hitting the freezing engine. Freeze is struck by the rays, the sun penetrating his damaged suit. The telescope activates, a powerful thawing beam shooting from its giant lens. Batman turns to freeze, the villain beginning to gray and wither. You're losing your cool. You're loosing, not losing. You're God, loosing did you read the script? Cool. <laughs> You're loosing your cool. <laughs> loosing it out into the city. It's loose. Whatever I'm doing, I think not. There'll be no hot time in the old town tonight. We'll get a charge out of this. <laughs> yeah. He, pr- he presses a button. As Freeze rolls out of the sunlight, falling towards the floor below, charges around the telescope base explode. The telescope tilts, dropping out of the open slat towards Gotham, taking a chunk of observatory floor with it. External observatory. Robin and Batgirl are just pulling themselves onto an ice ledge beneath the dome slat as the giant telescope, carrying Batman and the two scientists, plummet over them towards the city below. It's been over two minutes at this point. Like, come on. Now that's what I call an exit. Please tell me he's on our side. Figure steps out from behind the ice. Bane. <laughs> Robin Coyles leaps into the, into a spinning roundhouse, but Bane knocks him away. The boy wonder flying hard into the snow. The monster begins advancing on Batgirl. External telescope falling. 
Bat Batman slides down the telescope towards the two scientists, simultaneously firing a double-ended bat tether, two, grapple two grapples shooting horizontally into the air. External. Observatory. Bat grapples close, sink into the arms of the giant sculpture holding up the observatory just as the telescope plummets past. External observatory. Ice ledge. Robin shakes off the blow, looks up to see Batgirl fending off Bane with a fast series of punches and kicks. She might as well be hitting steel. Don't worry. I've got him. Just then, Bane slams her into an ice wall by the throat, rears back with his fist, about to deliver the killing blow. No, I've got him. Robin leaps, ripping off the tubes leading from Bane's injector pack into his skull, venom spraying wildly into the air. Bane hits the snow, writing, not writhing, as the venom effect is reversed. His muscles shrink, his form diminishing until he is again a scrawny prisoner struggling in the folds of his costume. You should get that suit taken in. No one's buying baggy anymore. External telescope falling. The ground is rushing up below them. Grab my belt and hang on. The scientists each grab one side of Batman's utility belt. The cable pulls taut, slowing Batman's fall, the telescope dropping from under them as the cable bends like a bow, Batman and the scientists sinking at its center. The cable reaches its nadir over an outcropping of rock on the cliff. Below the telescope explodes into the frozen river. This is your stop. Batman pushes the scientists onto the ledge, the reduced weight shooting the cable taut, rocketing Batman up towards the dome like an arrow. Internal. Observatory. Batman flips in through the telescope slat, followed immediately by Batgirl and Robin, all landing together on the observatory floor. Oof, excuse me. <laughs> Winded old-timer? It's midnight. The telescope's gone. There's no way to thaw the city. Theoretically, the satellites could be positioned to thaw the city directly, but it would take a computer genius. I'm on, I'm on it. Robin clears the rubble from a fallen console, begins to type. Nothing. The equipment is dead. No. I am on it. She quick patches a couple of broken wires, the console lighting up, whirring to life, begins hacking, girl bossed again. Miss Genius, Madam Genius, her genius map, which sounds better, and which would look better on a handbag? Exterior, Earth, view from space. The giant orbital satellites finally align. A full disk of the sun appears in the mirror, beamed from one to the next and then the next, the beam cutting downward towards exterior Gotham skyline. The giant rays of focused sunlight begin warming the city. Exterior observatory night. Rays of light hit the observatory, melting the ice-covered stone. Interior observatory floor. Batman walks over to Freeze, who lies amidst the rubble, weak and gray with the growing heat, straining to breathe. Come on, kill me, I'm here, do it now, come on, come on, I'm here, do it, go on, kill me too, just as you killed my wife. I'm gonna kill your wife. Batman presses a button on his utility belt. Run I'm gonna say Mario 140. <laughs> Batman's gauntlet, close. A tiny monitor shows an image of Poison Ivy. I can take it. As I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, this is a one-woman show. Freeze screams his rage. His face screams with frozen tears like tiny diamonds. Oh, we found her. Restored her rest slumber. 
Batman's gauntlet monitor shows Mrs. Freeze restored cryogenic slumber. But she's still frozen, Victor. Alive. Waiting for you to find a cure. I know it's like to lose everything. You're ever loved. But vengeance is empowered. Any treatment thug with a gun can take a life. To give life, that's true power. Power you want that. I don't know if you'll ever find a cure for your wife. But I'm after you, Doctor. Victor Freeze. To save another's life. Show me how to make your McGregor syndrome stage one. And maybe you can also save a man with your wife once left. Another side you. Buried. Somewhere beneath the snow. Will you help me? Doctor. Freeze stares at Batman. Finally, he unseals his chest plate. Is anybody intelligible? <laughs> oh, <laughs> finally, he unseals his chest plate, removes the, the deus ex machina of two glowing power orbs, <laughs> holds them out, his smile bittersweet. Take two of these and cut me in the morning. Interior, Wayne Manor, Alfred's quarters, night. Robin and Batgirl watches Batman attaches the modified power sources from Frieza's suit to Alfred's life support. Oh, you do now is wait. And hope. Exterior, Arkham Asylum, night. The prison is secure once again. Interior, Arkham Asylum, cell, night. Ivy sits in the barred moonlight, staring out the window, holding a small flower in her hand, pulling the petals out one by one. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me. <laughs> yeah. Not. A figure stands cloaked in shadows. He steps forward. Mr. Furby. He's not. Oh, hi, Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what you can buy around here for a few dozen diamonds. Freeze begins coming towards her, menacingly. Prepare for a bitter harvest. Winter. Has come at last. Not good. Did Batman just okay him murdering her? <laughs> is that what it's implying? Maybe. Yeah. Just like, That's kind of what I got from the movie as a kid. Right. Like, like Batman kills at least one villain per movie, and this is death by Mr. Freeze, as far as I can tell. But Exterior, Wayne Manor, Dawn. Oh, it's finally not nighttime. Morning breaks on the great old building. A pile of pizza boxes, close. Pull back to reveal, interior Wayne Manor, living room, dawn. World War III was lost in this room. Strewn clothes, Barbara dozes on the couch. Dick paces. Bruce stands, staring out the window, afraid he has lost Alfred forever. A throat clears, louder. I'll look up, Alfred is descending the stairs, scowling. Alfred. Are you rather disappointed at how poorly I taught you proper housekeeping? And quite well, it seems. Thanks to you, son. Thanks to you all. The three move to him. A family reunion. Dick turns to Bruce. One question. When Batgirl and I were rolled off the telescope, how come you didn't try to save us? It was the first time I fell and you weren't there to catch me. I knew you could handle it. Barbara clears her throat. Dick shoots her a look. Sometimes counting on someone else is the only way to win. Hey, I'm the one who kicked Ivy's botanical butt. Personally, me. I said it. You are going back to school. You're never going to win this argument, Bruce. Barbara extends her hand. 
Partners? A beat. The other heroes follow suit. A team is born. Partners. We're going to need a bigger cave. External bat signal night. Three costumed Avengers race into the night. The final fade to black. The end. Or if you're These a pretentious so cinema, or if you're a pretentious cinema fuck, thin. These suits were so bad. <laughs> I mean, even oh. Batgirl's suit. They actually made a cowl for her that was so cheaply made that she just tears it off her head. And because the budget was so crap, they basically got one of like Val Kilmer's suits and just was okay. We're gonna spray here, here, and you're good to go. Oh, it doesn't fit you. Too bad, George. Oh. <sighs> what was that? One at a time. I said I'm making shepherd's pie. Nice. Ooh. Nice. I'm gonna take a break from speaking. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go have some ice cream. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> How did we take yes. like four hours almost to do this? Yeah, yeah. no, it, it took three and a half. This is going to be fun to edit. But intermission. Uh... No, it's the intermission here. I mean, you cool. can break it into two episodes, intermission part one and part two. No, I mean, hey, yeah. if you want this to be a Christmas special, you could make this the <laughs> longest MOL episode we've had to date. Three and a half fucking hours. Oof. That's brutal. Gentlemen, Dave, Travis... Thank you both so much. This was an yeah, absolute absolutely. blast. It was fun. Uh, we'll definitely connect soon and figure out a return appearance in the future. Boys, you are all absolutely fantastic. I kept thinking, how is this going to work with Matt potentially talking to himself for a page or two? And you really made it work. All you have to do is do this. And then go to the Valley Girl. And then go back to this. And then go back to the Valley Girl. It was all the Batman eras. He went from, uh, Kil- um, not Kilmer, Keaton to Bale. I didn't get to do, I, I didn't think to do um, Adam West slow, sadly. I, at one point I was going to say before we started recording, oh, you could just do uh, Bruce Wayne, just have him do the Christian Bale voice as both Bruce Wayne and Batman. So, you know, who are you? I'm Barbara Gordon. How are you related to Alfred? <laughs> <laughs> but I to put your name in the goblet of fire. <laughs> all right, gents. Before this all gets right. to four hours, peace. All of you, take a rest. Take it easy, listeners. Episode two hundred coming soon. Mars on Life is a podcast co-hosted by Sebastian Shug, Ryan Mancini, Andrew Martinez, and Matt Fernandez. If you like this episode, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite shows, as Mars on Life is available on Anchor, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Audible, Spotify, and Podchaser. Find us on Instagram at Mars on Life Show to keep up with the latest news, episodes, and gratuitous updates on the Red Planet. Have a question, comment, or request? Email us at marsonlife at gmail.com, and we'll promptly get back to you. This show's artwork, titled Happy Mars, was drawn by Zachary Urbrick. Our show's regular intro and outro music is Space Explorers, by the one and only Kevin McLeod. Thank you for listening, and always remember, if you keep going, you'll make it to Mars. <laughs>